I'm your host for this group, and joining me, it's going to be my co-host. It's Eric. Tell him your name. My name's Eric, and I, I'm, I'm feeling a little banged up. Can you heal me, Brett? No, I don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like that we did a cleric at this party. <laughs> hey, don't pigeonhole the cleric into only casting healing spells, you. Heal me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because this week, we, we have talked about now the martial class. We've talked about the spellcaster class. This is another spellcaster class but one that's typically associated with healing you. This is the cleric. Yeah. Clerics are exciting. They, yeah, they are usually only thought of as the healers, but they can do just a lot of fun stuff. Because they kind of are the only class that he really has here. They don't have many healing spells in the game. <laughs> no, yeah, usually, which is which is fine once you think about it, because it's kind of like... Once there's the best healing spell, why would you pick anything else? But yeah, they, yeah. they have this like two main healing spells, and then there's a bunch of classes that can have them. But a lot of your healing is going to come from items. I think you know there's a lot of potions flying around left and right that, that help just, you out. They're just and rest. At you. Rest heals you. Resting is also. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sometimes, you, yeah, you might not need it, and we'll we'll talk about that for a bit. Before we get into the class, though, we're at the party again. What's she drinking today? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you caught me at a very exciting time because I didn't <laughs> go out of anything special. So I'm just drinking some uh, Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Oh, well, that's the... What is it? The most interesting man in the world. Yeah, the most interesting. <laughs> so you must be very interesting. I'm the most interesting <laughs> D&D or DM in the world. That's a good beer. It's a classic. Classic. Yeah, uh, today I got me some straight up whiskey. Uh, we talked yesterday uh, about how uh, there's Jameson Caskmates, and this is my Jameson Caskmates. Nice. It is the uh, Stout Edition. Mm. Uh, so yeah, when I, I thought about it, I was like, oh, I haven't had that in a while. I would like to. Uh, drink that i'm drinking it just on the rocks alone but yeah yeah we're recording these like basically back to back because i'm going on vacation <laughs> yeah so. up here behind the veil even though yeah. this comes out like a week after our last one we're uh -huh. doing this like right in a row we're right just like right, yeah. grinding through these things um so with that let's get into today's podcast so let's talk about the cleric class this this is an underrated class and once again this is a class that like Holy crap, subclasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, you just like think about cleric, like, okay, I don't know what cleric is. I, I played with a cleric before, and you're just like, oh, wait, there, I didn't know this was in it. Like, and then you hear somebody else, like, oh, yeah, I was playing this domain. You're like, wait a second, I need to look that yeah. one. <laughs> We're not just dealing with a cleric anymore. The cleric is now like, 12 different subclasses that, and we're gonna have to go talk yeah. about all of them as far as the base class goes let's get them up to speed so this is a spellcasting class you're gonna unlock that right at level one yep this is a full spellcaster yeah which you means you're gonna know three cantrips right off the bat mm -hmm. uh cleric cantrips how do they rate versus like a wizard cantrips um, some of them are like really really good they're not necessarily you're not gonna get like 
the fireball or firebolt kind of things, but yeah, no super damage ones. I think as a DM guidance can be annoying to rule just because so guidance is like you get a D four an ability check. Uh, basically that every time somebody wants an ability check, the cleric wants a class guidance on it, which is like fine. Uh, (laughs) Right. So you're not saying, yeah, it's just like, Oh wait, 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 because we're doing rolls now. Can I guidance him guys? And you're like, come on. (laughs) It's like, no, you already rolled. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it is a cantrip. So you're allowed to technically to, but man, when you, but just because your DM doesn't always mean you want them to fail. Sometimes it's like, this is really important history check. I yes, you will get that D4. Add that um, thing. Yeah, there's not. There's actually not too many cleric cantrips. I like sacred flame. Is there's the not. There's like there's what, it's like it's a list of like seven things, right? Like it's not. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. Seven cantrips. Uh, How do you feel about like spare the dying? Because that's like a specific one to cleric. Man, that yeah, that is one of those things that like I personally love it. I think it's okay. super good because that way, like at the end of a fight, you don't have to like worry about like oh, I'm gonna have to cast one of my first level healing words to make mm-hmm. sure this person doesn't die because that, that's what sometimes happens like okay one person goes down they're making death saves and you're yeah. just like oh we're like two or three rounds away from winning this combat but that doesn't mean right. this person's not gonna but die. we need and to stabilize this guy yeah. someone's gotta do it so you can just go bam spare the dying. without spare the dying you can't unless you have a potion on you and you're done not a heal class you can't just go over to someone and stabilize them right if that doesn't work that way uh yeah it's kind of up to the, like the dm's ruling yeah seen... I, I was i was gonna say because i feel like i've been in situations where they allowed that like so long as someone is like going over like i think you have to make a medicine check yeah but as long as that passes you you've given them a role so you can, right, you can play yeah. around with the rules a bit but yeah like, the dying makes it easier it's just like you're yeah up. you just go like <laughs> all right you're done yeah <laughs> you're not gonna die yeah <laughs> I've, I've i've heard some people rule it like it's a it's a successful save um mm. i've heard some people rule like you have to have a like a healing kit which like nobody ever has on them. <laughs> <The> healing <laughs> kits. but i've heard like some people do it that way but yeah it's that oftentimes is is good enough but yeah i just like spare the dime because it just takes like you said all the rolling out of it you're just like <laughs> all right you're not gonna die <laughs> and that's a very like cleric specific one i maybe there's another class that has it but like i've only ever seen clerics roll around with that yeah exactly but one kind of funny thing about the cleric class in general is we're going to go into this. Clerics also fulfill this like tanky role where they just have, they have access. A lot of the subclasses have access yeah. to heavy armor. They have, they like having high constitutions because of that heavy armor. And plus they get, usually get a shield or something, which mm-hmm. is, I think, isn't that kind of like unusual in games? Like, isn't usually the healer, like the super squishy character who has to stay. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. They're time. usually, yeah. Cloth wearers and at, in the back. I mean, cause they're always in the back of the fight, right? And you're yeah. watching people get hit and you're healing them up. Exactly. But yeah, you're right. These, these are this, the cleric in D and D sense is always usually very heavy armored. The classic, mm-hmm picture of a cleric is like this dwarf with a heavy armor and a staff and he's just sitting there healing right exactly <laughs> like with yeah like a shield or something and everyone's trying yeah. to like, yeah i'm just gonna stay around here healing everybody <laughs> but i think that just makes the healing uh, like a class that if you know you're gonna focus a lot on healing even if you're not doing it every single round which you shouldn't do Anyway, it just makes it more fun when you're just in the middle of combat. You don't have to be like, you're not sitting next to the wizard. It'd just be like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> All the melee characters. They're also one of, what, two classes in the entire game that even cares about wisdom at all, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Like it's it's their spell casting ability and basically no one else's, and so they're the only ones that care about wisdom. Yeah, I think uh, druids care about wisdom, druids are the right? other ones. Yeah, yeah, it's but still, yeah, which is it's just like that. That's just, just a random thing, right? Because wisdom. Besides that is not useful, <laughs> but to them they, they need it. But I, I did I do like how wizards kind of spread all those things out. So it's not you're not running around with a party that's if it's like everybody's a caster, it's still spread out. So what yeah, it's not like true, when somebody true. has to make a perception check, everyone's like, oh, I have a plus yeah one to perception. <laughs> no, it's it, they needed to. I, I wish I wish they did. Yeah, make it not just like two ability checks or something, right? Like it, yeah. it feels like they should have made the abilities a little more impactful. Instead, it just feels like, oh, you care about wisdom randomly? Okay, and then like, yeah, I, I yeah, the it's very strange. Some of them, it, it kind of feels like Constitution's like actually important, right? There's a very real effect of Constitution, mm-hmm. and that everything else is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what's your spell? Yeah, that's what's your spell casting ability. Doesn't matter. The rest don't matter. And dex, dex is an important one too. Uh, a lot of dex, one. yeah, because there's a lot of uh, armor uh, things mm-hmm. with dex and everything. So further into the the cleric class, now you move on to level two. This is when you're going to choose your subclass, basically. That you choose your domain, they call it. Yeah, yeah. So the um, oh, also before we move on, the one kind of cool thing, also thing about clerics is um, they're not like wizards or other casters where you have to choose spells at the mm-hmm. beginning from your list. You technically have access to all of your cleric spells, but you prepare ones from your list equal to your cleric level plus wisdom modifier. Okay. So you can just completely switch them out every single time. Or every okay. time you take a long rest, which is pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty typical of spellcasters, and it's always up to the DM. And most people, the way they play is they just have a list of spells and they just keep them and they roll. Move right. On. Yeah. This is the <laughs> thing about like sorcerers is I think they just choose those ones, and mm. those are the ones that they, they and they're have, locked like, in. Yeah. They, they. It's like when they level up or uh, something. It's like, well, do you really want to take that level three fly spell that you missed out on and, th- and turned out to be really important? Or do you want right. to take your level five thing? Yeah. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> so on to level two, where we pick our domain. We're going to go into the subclasses in a minute to talk about each thing individually. But you also unlock your channel divinity, which you're going to get in every single domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is its like, you know, marquee, super powerful thing, right? This is what clerics are kind of known for is their channel divinity spell. Yeah, and they it's it's usually an action. Some of them aren't actions. The one that all the domains get is called Turn Undead. Yep. So you basically surround yourself with a holy aura around 30 feet of you, and every undead has to make a wisdom saving throw or be turned, which is kind of confusing language because it's not like they're turned to your side. They're basically, I think they just wanted to say they're afraid kind of, of you. fear. Yeah, but, I was going to say, it's really fear. But a lot of undead have, like, immunity to fear, <laughs> or, or they just wanted to say, like, okay, it also works on undead that have immunity to fear. So Gotcha. Cause, so they can't say it's a fear effect because, yeah, if they are immune to frightened... Well, then it's not going to work. Exactly. And they, uh, so they have to, they have to use their action to run as far away from you as possible. And they can't take reactions, which is pretty sweet. Only works against undead though. So it's situational at best, really. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And, and, uh, at fifth level, you kind of upgrade that into, uh, destroy undead. (laughs) So... If they fail, instead of being turned, they're just turned to ash. Yeah, just delete uh, them. <laughs> only, only certain uh, challenge rating creatures. But like, which when you look at the list, it looks like you're never deleting <laughs> unless you're like up against a legit worthless army. Yeah, that's basically what it's going to come down to. It's like <laughs> the DM is going to say like, "Oh, they're 
85 skeletons all coming at you and you'd be like ah <laughs> destroy yeah, the dead yeah. and you're just gonna wipe them all out but it's gonna feel sweet um but don't expect it to you're just actually gonna one delete shot. yeah <laughs> the the five undead zombies that are stronger than a cr of one <laughs> yeah. it, it, i'm glad that they made this seem as like when you look at this yeah like fifth level cr one half or lower and I, as a DM, I kind of like this because, like, all my homebrew creatures, I don't put a challenge rating next to them. So it would suck yeah. to be like, oh, you turn undead. Like, does it destroy your creature? I'd just be like, hmm. <laughs> now, now I'll, I'll decide that. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to obey by yeah its rules, as always. It's D&D. It's, it's, do what yeah. you want. Uh, yeah, so the Channel of Divinity is going to do a different effect for every class, uh, well, every domain, so we're going to have to go into them. But no, it's it's usually one of the more powerful things you could do for the class. I mean, it's yep. it's your ability that you use that you'll regain whenever you... It, it's like the equivalent of the action surge of the fighter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't get much else until, you know, 10th level, then you'll start getting the Divine Intervention. Yeah, so Divine Intervention is you roll a percentage die, and if you roll lower or under your level, then something sweet happens. (laughs) 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 And it's up to the DM to decide what it is, but basically it's like, your god has descended from the heavens to (laughs) tell you something. Um, and then you can't use it again for seven days if it's successful. I love that. You can't use it for seven days. Like, (laughs) you gotta keep track of the campaign. It's like, has it been seven days? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's really Um, funny. Yeah, this is one of those really interesting things because I, I've i like watched a lot of obviously D&D content because I enjoy it and this is one of those things that's just like well we're all sitting around like we've ex- we've made all of our checks we don't know what's going on we accidentally killed the person who's was, who was supposed to give us information I'm just going to use Divine Interventions to see what's happening and then they make it it's like alright I guess you know exactly yeah, I guess something is. <laughs> magically a pool of money spills out of <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you find <laughs> yeah. that is cool that is really cool yeah that that yeah. is I've never seen that in action so yeah i'd be really i love that it's just part of the class too it's just like yeah Mm -hmm. just might happen yeah (laughs) exactly action it says so in combat i don't know if you'll be doing that much unless you're real desperate (laughs) yeah yeah unless you're real desperate yeah (laughs) you're just like all right one out of ten chance we'll see yeah (laughs) yeah and it uh your dm has to be kind of nice too too i feel like (laughs) (laughs) To, to, to do something sweet yeah so yeah, and the rest of the class, so it's all spell casting, and, and the rest of your class is dictated by your spe- your domain and your spells that you're taking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I I forgot if you you said this during the podcast or if it was right beforehand, but this is kind of a lot like the wizard, where a lot yeah. of your gaming aspect of it to really switch things up is going to be obviously in the channel divinities, but also just in the spells to take. Yep, it, it, it's like yeah, each cleric. Even if you're in a different domain, they might be pretty similar. It's just based off what spells they've taken and, yep. and how they're going about it. So we'll see when we get to our characters, how similar are they going to end up being? I mean, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, you only have a choice of seven things in the beginning. <laughs> like we're, mm-hmm. we, and you choose three of them. So I'm sure we have crossover at least yeah. there. Uh, and if not, in, in more places. So let's start talking about some of the choices you can pick at level two for your domain. Yeah, which one are we going to start out with? Let's start on the Arcana. I guess this is in uh, alphabetical, so let's go alphabetical. All right, sounds good. Uh, so we'll start with the Arcana class. Uh, yes. This is this is a decent one. This is a strong one to start on. I think so. So this isn't. Uh, we should say first that this Arcana one. This is not part of the base game. 
right? Yes. Arcana's uh, this is part of uh, which what was the Sword Coast Adventuring Guide or okay. Yes. The Sword Coast Adventures Guide, not Adventuring Adventures. And what what's their channel divinity? So again, when we talk about each of yes. these domains, we're going to first begin with its channel divinity, which which will it'll change based on your domain. So this one's channel divinity is the arcane abjuration. And again, they also have turn undead. Every mm-hmm. cleric is going to have yeah, the same. So, so there are other choices. Abcane, abjuration. Uh, yeah. So, well, also at first level, when you choose this domain, uh, you gain mm. proficiency in arcana and two cantrips from the wizard spell list. Well, that's interesting that it says choose this domain at first level. You do change at first level. You choose a domain at first level? Yep. No, yeah, that's part of the Oh, okay, level. okay. So you, so you right away you choose a domain. It's just that level two you unlock champ and divinity. Right. Okay. So, okay, so this class comes with uh, two cantrips from the wizard spell list. That's pretty sweet. So you'll know five cantrips? Yeah, yeah, five cantrips. One of which is a wizard spell, which means it could, you could do some damage. Two of them are wizard spells. Two of them are wizard spells. Yeah, I'm saying you, you'd at least probably spend one on, like we mentioned, how Cleric doesn't have access to like a good oh, damage yeah, oh, yeah, cantrip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one unlocks two wizard spells. You you can use up one of them to be Just you know like one a, of the wizard damage ones. Uh, yeah. We talked about the wizard ones. Go back and, and listen to that one. You can listen to the good cantrips you can choose for that. But this class is getting those, which is that's pretty sweet right from the start. Yeah, th- this is kind of kind of highlights one of the things a lot of these these subclasses are going to kind of exemplify is that sometimes the cleric is going to have this like core. I'm the only class that has good healing. And then also it can like have its foot in the door in something. Else. Yeah, which is reminiscent of the wizard, right? Which was the <laughs> wizard was like, yeah, I'm a spellcaster guy. But I because of that, I can basically do anything. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not pigeonholed. I, I can just <laughs> I can do be anything. anything. Uh, okay, so the, the channel divinity at level two, uh, you can, as an action, uh, present your holy symbol and uh, choose a celestial, elemental, fey, or fiend of your choice within 30 feet of you. And they, they have to make a wisdom save. If they fail, they are turned for one minute or until they take damage. So you kind of. Turn on death, but now they added a whole bunch of <laughs> right. Extra. Exactly. Now, to uh, me, I don't love this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's very good either. Is <laughs> um, one like you said about undead monsters not being super prevalent? Like you could probably play through up until level five without seeing any of these. And just like keep these in mind, because like when you start hearing about some of the other channel divinities that other subclasses have. When you like come back and listen to this one, you're gonna be like, "What? Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> that's all it does." Yeah, it's, it's like the guy. You guys getting paid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> feels useless. Yeah, so not a great one. It's adding some extra uh, creatures that could be turned, and it's just turning. But this one, instead of like having the effect the turn undead was, where it's like all of them, it's like only Choose one creature yeah. for some reason on this one like why why can't it be all of them i don't know yeah it's weird yeah. i don't i don't get why it's not all of them because it's not like it has the destroy functionality at higher level anyway and yeah. this is like like the turn undead doesn't have a cr restriction anyway it's not like if you can cast turn undead and then strad von zarevich the vampire lord is will be affected by it <laughs> that's the thing i like i wish uh, like maybe you could leave this ability but i'd like 10 more you know like things that can hit because like this is so specific like you're only targeting five things now is like what you could possibly use this divinity on you might go an entire campaign without facing any of those five things. yeah i wish you could almost like how a ranger you get to choose from uh, right yeah like maybe choose your five things that you can 
turn. Yeah, or, or something. Or maybe, like, you choose to... He's also, like, I don't know, fiends and elementals. Like, are they ever going to be in the same place? Like, in your campaign? Yeah, oh, yeah true. No, none of these are. Absolutely. Yeah, right? so yeah, it's like, so... Undeads are kind of a classic thing in D&D, so I totally get why, like, you're going to run into some zombies here or there. Well, let's, let's push through in the class, because that's not a great start. Next thing down you're going to get is the Spellbreaker at 6th level. This is when you restore hit points to an ally. So, that, again, this is dealing with the healing aspect of the cleric uh you can also end you can also dispel something on them so it adds a dispel to all of your heals yeah i think this is so good that's like, really strong right i mean because every healing spell now you have becomes a dispel as well yeah because it, it can just um the level of spell you end must be yeah it, it's like also the spell so if you cast healing word you can't dispel like a dominate person on just a level one healing word but still it's just like some those are the kinds of effects that just like crush your party when yeah. somebody's dominated and you're just like and they maybe took a couple hits so now you can heal them and get them back on your side or something uh, all in one go it's like it's that's really strong i that's a really strong passive effect that's just there yeah i, just I think passive. that's that's super sweet uh the next one's another passive one and this is really sweet at level 8, you'll get potent spellcasting. You add your wisdom modifier to your damage with any cleric cantrip. Now, there's only, like, one that does this. Like, Sacred Flame, I think, is, like, the only one I can think of. So, with this one specifically, the art, the wizard cantrips you get will count for this. They will? Yeah, it says for, for you, these cantrips count as cleric cantrips. I just Well, then, there you go. That's yeah. awesome. You're, you kind of, like, so already... If you remember us talking about the Evocation Wizard, which was like the cantrip spellcasting damager in the wizard class, this is the cleric's versions of that, which is pretty strong because you also just get to be a cleric in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you, yeah. you damage with your cantrips and you heal with your spells. And there you go. You have a pretty decent person in combat to be hanging around. And that's at level eight. So And the spells you get as part of your arcane domain spells, they're all really spells that you won't, you probably won't be getting as a cleric anyway. So it's kind of nice just having these available to you. Yep. Like and then la lastly, we'll just glance over it because this is that all the way at level 17. You already know what you're doing. And if this is just you choose four spells from the wizard. So so this clearly is the wizard cleric. Yeah. this You are trying also... to be a wizard, but you were forced to be a cleric. And you're like, I kind of want to be a wizard. And so well, you have this option. Yeah. And this arcade mastery level 17 is insane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Also, but... one thing we've been missing to talk about, which I haven't mentioned yet. When you unlock these domains, all the domains, what the special thing about them is when you're gaining levels as a cleric, you generally choose from a list of cleric spells, uh, just like a wizard chooses from a list of cleric or wizard spells and so on and so forth for uh, spellcasters. Well, these domains are going to unlock specific spells throughout all of your levels. Yeah, yeah. So, so at level one, this arcana cleric unlocks detect magic and magic missile both very good spells and these spells are always going to be prepared so you don't have to choose between like magic missile and one of your cleric spells it's going to automatically add these or are they choices that you can make i thought they're choices you can they are make. always also prepared okay so you're just going to get these spells so every spell on these lists you're going to get is what you're saying yes well then these are sweet okay we should have gone over these then because arcana gets Probably some of the best ones. So you'll get Detect Magic, Magic Missile. Then you're going to get Magic Weapon. That one's that one's meh. It, it turns any non-magical weapon into a magical weapon. 
uh, and it'll give plus one to attack rolls and damage rolls. Uh, and you can upgrade the spell to increase this to a plus two, plus three, mm-hmm. which is pretty strong later on. Uh, and you get something called Nysteel's Magic Aura. Yeah, the the third level ones I'm not super big fan of. Like magic, uh, magic weapon I haven't seen. It's like be super great, but. There's probably some use out there that I'm not thinking of. I mean, if yeah, eventually you will just get a magic weapon and it doesn't work. It doesn't stack with other magic weapons. So if you have a plus one mace, you can't cast magic weapon and give it an additional plus one. Right. The next two you get, you got uh, Dispel Magic uh, on theme, right? So this Fantastic. seems like you're just dispelling everything, which is sweet. Uh, and Magic Circle, which is actually a pretty sweet one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're standing in one place, it's a 10-foot radius, but... Things are going to be awesome in there. Creatures can't willingly enter them by non-magical means, so they can't just, like, walk in there, (laughs) which is awesome. You're, like, just in a bubble. Which is very good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is, it does say this takes a minute to cast, so it's not something that you can pop on in combat. Right. This is a before combat kind of uh, prepped spell kind of thing for your party. But when things do get into the magic circle, they have disadvantage on attack rolls against targets in the, in the circle. And targets in the magic circle can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. That's a big one. Which, is, yeah, that's pretty good. So if you could figure out a way to get this thing up in a big fight, then yeah. it's, it's Yeah, because it's, it's also, good. it's not like the, uh, the tiny hut that I have, right? You can leave the circle and get back into the circle, right? I think so. It's just a circle on the floor. So you can so. willingly leave it and come back into it. So long as you like, yeah, so you, you can just kind of keep dashing in and out of it to uh, do what you want. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yep. So this circle also, it only affects the similar things that your normal cleric thing can do. So it's Celestials, Elementals, Fey, Fiends, or Undead. Oh, oh yeah. That's kind of bogus, but fine. fine. <laughs> so, so, so I don't know how often you're going to do that then. Uh, moving on to the next ones then. And these are these go by every, what, two levels? So seventh level now we're at. You get Arcane Eye. That's good. That, that's, yeah. that's kind Depending of useful. Yeah, depending on the campaign, it's useful. Uh, you can just like see around corners and stuff. I don't know. And Leoman's secret chest. What is that one? Yes, Leoman's secret, secret chest. chest. You hide a chest and all of its content on the ethereal plane. You must touch the chest. <laughs> what? It can contain up to twelve cubic feet of non-living material. While the chest remains on the ethereal plane, you can use an action to recall the chest. So you kind of oh, get yeah, like yeah. a. Like, like a, a bag, bag of holding, holding yeah. yeah, that disappears, and you can just like pop it back into. That's really interesting. Okay, I don't know. You have a bag of holding at seventh level. Cool. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, ninth level, you get planar, uh, planar binding. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the same. So clearly, you're just like I'm praying for celestials, elemental phase and fiends. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> this is you have to like bind one of those. Yeah, you attempt to bind a celestial, elemental fey or fiend to your service be within uh, the range for the entire casting of the spell. <laughs> so you have to give it and it casting time is an hour. <laughs> in so the spell, indeed, it says first, typically the creature is first summoned in the center of an inverted magic circle. Yeah, don't love it. Okay, last one is you get the uh, teleportation circle. Um, which, how far can this teleport you? So teleportation circle, it's uh, you draw a circle on the ground and then you have to have like a receiving circle that you know about. Okay, so you can be like, I'm in town, I'm in a tavern, I'm going to start my circle here. And then when you go on an adventure, you can then draw another one, and then you'll teleport back? Theoretically, yes. Because uh, it's kind of up to the DM to decide how much effort it takes to create the receiving circle. But so, like, if if you, you just follow whatever DM instructions gives you to create one. But yeah, you could be like, okay, I want to build one in my house. 
and then you're up on an adventure and you just have a piece of chalk and draw the circle and say, all right, let's all go. That's then, really yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, you know what that also like helps out the campaign, right? Cause it, sometimes when you go on these super long adventures and you know, you have to walk all the way back, but you don't have too many cool things planned on the, the route back to town. And you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah we were just going to waste this part of the adventure. Like, I don't know. I guess we should plan stuff, but like, but, yeah, not like, just to teleport back. And like what, there's lots of situations like what are bandits going to be <laughs> going to attack? Like this majestic glowing paladin on a ethereal horse comes by and this wizard's just flying by. They'll be like, yeah, we should, we should rob those people. Right. <laughs> I like, hate those, those like what, feel like forced combats like ah it's been a while you're still walking on the road back we have to throw them something <laughs> yeah like i told you there was bandits here but yeah this is kind of a good way just to be like all right and you're back uh so grade arcana grade from uh school grades a to f what do you give an arcana oh uh for some reason i forgot we're doing this i don't know i feel like you gotta yeah, give no, it something do something i i think this has some cool effects but a lot of the stuff that it does has to do with certain types of creatures. So yeah. if you are encountering Celestials, Fae, Fiends, Undead at a large clip, I think you'll definitely have a lot of fun playing this. But if you're not, then you're really hoping that Spellbreaker ability helps you out a lot. <laughs> it's, it's pulling its weight. <laughs> yeah. I think what kind of what you said before, it's like you're going to look at other ones. There's another cleric in your party who's just doing all kinds of cool shit all the time. You're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm missing out. So I'm going to give this like a C. Yeah, I'll I'll even I'll do it one worse. I'll go down to a D, right? I mean, yeah, holy crap. It, and it's so bad for like all the levels and it finally hits its stride in like the 8 to 10 levels. Mm -hmm. Then it's then it's like a like, okay, that's it. You know, you're yeah. doing stuff now, but what happened to you for, like, the first eight levels? <laughs> <laughs> you did, like, the same three actions every time. So, yeah, I'm just going to give it a D. This isn't the cleric class that uh, that I'm interested in yet. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, again, it's I, I don't like, you know, when it's trying to be a wizard, and then you go to, like, even the worst wizard class, and you're like, it th that does cooler stuff than this. So, you know, you look at a class like this, and you just go, I should probably just be a wizard. <laughs> uh, so let's move All on to the right. next one. This is another not part of the base one. I think the first couple are. Uh, this is the Grave Domain. Grave Domain. Yes, so this is kind of like the clerics that are ushering people to the beyond. And so it's not the same thing as like a necromancer or something like that. Yeah. But this this class is super sweet. All right, so the first ability you get at level one, when you would normally roll one or more dice to restore hit points when a creature is at zero, you just, shoot, you just have the highest number. Sweet. In addition, you learn the Sparrow of the Dying cantrip for free. Okay. Yeah, so you can grab a different cantrip. So you'll know mm -hmm. Sparrow of Dying automatic. You oh. can grab another one. And you can cast <laughs> this it as is a important. bonus action. And it has a range of 30 feet. And a range of 30 feet. That's big. That's big. Usually you have to be right next to the person. So you you are like the popper-upper guy. Yeah, you're the, <laughs> yeah, you are the emergency. Uh, you're the ambulance worker. That's all. Like, so you get that is awesome. That actually feels great because it, it is really annoying. Like when someone goes down, sometimes the fights feel really out of you know, like like this sucks. Like now I have to. You you you're trying to kill this guy, but no, no, no. Someone's down. I have to now spend my whole turn instead of trying to kill this thing. Mm -hmm. I gotta get this guy up. And sometimes it feels really like useless to get him up, and then the next turn, like because you don't have you only have so many turns. You're finite. And then the monster gets his turn again. I hit the guy. He's down. 
right, I spend my turn. I get him back up. All right, monster's turn. I hit him. He's down. And you're just like caught in this loop of like, come on. And now, yeah, now you can do like like a high level cure wounds. It just now it just pumps them up to forty. Yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah. But I just like how you can spare the dying as a as a bonus. And meanwhile, yeah. you can hit the guy. So that's awesome. This is level one. This is just you just have this for and the campaign. You, you get something else <laughs> at level one too. Yeah, keep going. Uh, so level one, you get this ability called Eyes of the Grave, which basically means you can see uh, undead anywhere within sixty feet of you. That doesn't have total cover. Uh, and you can use this time equal to the number of uh, times equal to your wisdom modifier. So yeah. you can just. Use eyes at a grave and see undead. Um, it's kind of cool if you like. If you're not sure some of the dead, you can just like I'm just gonna that, do this. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know how often that comes up, but um, but but cool. Whatever. It's a level one thing that you got in addition to that already insane thing you told me. So yeah. <laughs> it's free. Anything. It, it is free. Make, it doesn't make it worse. <laughs> so also at first level, then we'll go with those spells that you get. You get bane. Uh, yep. This is just up to uh, uh, you know. Three creatures of your choice have to make charisma saves, and whenever they fail, they uh, they must roll a d4 and subtract the number from their attack roll. So, kind of just trying to impose disadvantage on uh, some creatures' attacks. You know? Yeah, the Not a great. It's spell. also saves, right? Yes, which is great for buffing your spellcasters. Yeah. Giving, giving it uses a whole effect. action and a whole spell, though. So I, it's not a powerful effect for that. I, I but feel. it's... But. I think... Yeah, I, I I do like Bane because, okay. it, because it lasts, like, for the entire fight. Yeah. So you you can get, like, having... It's like having... Uh, imagine you're, like, spellcaster with a plus two to their spell save DC. It's like, oh, man, that's, that's pretty good. That's kind of how I imagine that it'll go. There are other ones pretty sweet. This is false life. You just get temporary hit points. 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points. But, uh, that's awesome. Just <laughs> just bolster yourself up, making yourself a little more tanky. That's sweet. And you can upcast it for additional 5. Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. So that's a good spell flow level 1 just to have just to have. All right, what's their channel divinity though? This is so this is where the juice starts. Let's what what's theirs? Yeah. You know, the first one was bad. What's this one? This one's yeah, it makes it look even worse. Uh, <laughs> uh, so as an action, a creature within 30 uh, feet of you, you kind of curse it. And the next time an ally of yours uh, hits it with an attack, the creature has vulnerability to that damage. So basically, I'm going to double, I'm going to use my action to double the next attack. That's insane. Yeah. So this doesn't, it has to be an attack. So this is one of those technicalities in D&D. So you can't use this in conjunction with fireball. Because that's not technically okay. Attack. So you're 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 doing this on the whatever you you're hoping for a ma- uh, martial character to be in your party for this. Yep. One. But this does work against like your rogue doing sneak attack um, mm. damage or your paladin divine smiting for a million. And vulnerability, um, you said, just doubles. Yeah. Doubles damage. Yep. Okay. So you're doubling someone's damage. That's uh that's sweet. Hey, uh, this is this is just kind of something you have. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, like you can strategize with this one. Yep, so you can like hold your action to be like, I'm gonna wait until uh, the paladin goes, and then he's gonna be like, All right, I'm just gonna do level five divide smite and do a hundred damage. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So pretty pretty good, much better than the last channel divinity by far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, this is why we're saying, like, with that last one, we were like, no. Um all right, level six is so good. This is the best thing about the class, I for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you hate this as a DM. <sighs> <laughs> 
at Don't six take away my crits. You get a sentinel at death's door. This means you gain the ability to, as a reaction, when you are an ally within 30 feet of you, when they suffer a critical hit, you turn it into a normal attack. And any effects triggered by a critical hit are canceled. You can Whoa. use it also, not just once, but equal to your wisdom mod. So that could be up to five times. You just, you just like, no one can crit. And you can't crit anymore. That's insane. I hate that. It's That's insane. Yeah, every DM, this is every DM's nightmare. Yeah, whatever someone, especially, man, with like the paths to the grave and conjunctions for this, it's just like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I guess I guess like guess I'm not gonna do anything. I my cool thing. Oh, it's vulnerability all the day. Awesome. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. That's really good. Uh, yeah, that is a little annoying as far like it does take away from a lot of the excitement, kind of right? Because then and yeah, the DM yeah. really can't crit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eventually he just can't crit. Uh, yeah, because it's yeah. <laughs> How many times is he gonna crit? More than five times in a single long rest. Like holy crap! Right. Yeah. It's. It, it'll, All you have to do is make sure people are within thirty feet of you. Mm-hmm. Um, which that—that's your only way as a DM to take us away from them. Be like, get people outside of thirty feet and cut <laughs> yeah. the hell out of them. But good luck. I, and, I mean, or, yeah, the only other thing to get people is like trick them into using the reaction almost, where you can kind yeah, of do a yeah, game. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's gonna run away and be like. Oh shoot! Okay, you can make your opportunity attack if you want to. Like, okay, yeah, why not? That'll be like, ha! But it, because it's like, yeah, because it's a crit thing. It's still impossible for for a DM to plan around. Like, you can't guarantee the crit. Yeah. So, exactly. like, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. Uh, real interesting. Now, and this is where it kind of blows the last class uh, subclass out of the water. It gets the same ability at level eight with potent spellcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you add your wisdom mod to damage with the cleric cantrip. Now, notably, it won't have the wisdom cantrips, the yeah. wizard cantrips, yeah. the wisdom cantrips, wizard cantrips. But still, it's kind of like, yeah, I do it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I save our whole party from crits. I can <laughs> double damage, and I can like get people up as a boat. Yeah, so like. What what are you even doing as that last one? This yeah, one's if you're within thirty feet of a grave better. cleric, you're having a good time. Like yeah, right. You're every, just you're just doing things. Every time you're just like, oh no, oh wait, no, I'm fine. Yeah, this this is sweet. Yeah, uh, and then all, all the way up at level seventeen, it's last thing. It's oh, um, spells along the way. Level three, you're gonna get gentle repose and ray of enfeeblement. Ray of enfeeblement's a good one. Ray of enfeeblement, yeah, definitely underused spell. Let's see what gentle repose is. That's you can touch a t- corpse, and for the duration, they cannot be decayed. That seems right. rather useless. So the uh, use case for this is um, there are certain timings on certain resurrection spells, like revivify has to be like within a minute, and uh, gentle repose can extend that time for a while. So you can be like, okay, gentle repose on uh, my friend who died. Hey, uh, so what are we going to do? Or like, we need to go find a diamond for Revivify. We know where something is that we have like a few hours or something. So that that's like the use case. But yeah, it's not whatever. Raven Fieldman, however, this one is like a black beam targets a creature and the target will only deal half damage with weapons until the spell mm-hmm. ends. And, that uh, use strength. That, that use strength. strength. That use strength. Yeah, yeah. But so like, you're targeting a martial character with use strength. Yeah, like yeah, right. It's, that's like that's like most things. That's what I mean. It's just like oh, that's that's really strong. So it's a concentration spell, and at the end of each of that target's turn, they can make a con save to to end the spell automatically. 
but still, like, we're talking about half damage here. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good spell. That can really mess. You can use that up. on a boss monster and have its damage forever is like, come on, that's yeah. so annoying as a DM. Even if it's only <laughs> around for like, it, I mean, it's a level what? It's a level two spell or something. Yeah. So yeah. you just use it even if it's once, and then a creature gets like four multi attacks, but all that damage halved, and then you crit a one, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> then you cancel that out. And then nothing happens to this monster at older. Yep. Fifth level. Now, so this is more like this. You get revivify. So this is just mm. the resurrection spell, right? I mean, creature can straight up die, and you can just be like, it's back. But yep. you have to do it within a minute of it dying. But like you mentioned, they have like a, a timing stamp on it. But yep. pretty much, you can just heal. You can just resurrect your party now. So it's just like no one's gonna die anymore. Yeah. This is this is kind of where um, if you have a cleric in the party the game shifts a little bit after revives <laughs> on the table because now he's like, gonna really try and kill people because you can just revive them yeah yeah exactly it yeah yeah and <laughs> when we get to a different the life domain then i'll talk more about this but yeah it kind sure. of adds a little bit of like a, like a sigh of relief for the dm because the dm really like i'm not trying to kill you guys yeah uh, because yeah it just sometimes happens right it just yeah. sometimes happens. if i crit you twice but you can't even crit when you're playing grapes so. but you can't play you can't crit. <laughs> so why would you even need revivify then i'm not gonna kill anybody <laughs> with a stupid grave dude out grave, here great clerics man holy crap Useless and then you also stuff. get a vampiric touch which is so sweet I, I didn't know this existed but i would love to play around with this on hit, this is a, a touch spell, right? I don't think you can do it. Yeah, it's got no range. It's like, you have to be right next yep. to him. But you do 3d6 necrotic damage, and you regain life equal to half that damage you dealt. Um, and until the spell ends, you can make the attack again on each of your turns as an action. So you can just, like, without using your spell, you can do it over and over again if you hit it the first time, which is interesting. Yeah. But just by using an action. It's a concentration spell, oddly, uh, in that way. Yeah, so. it kind of, like, buffs your... <laughs> melee yeah it's real it's real weird so all right the seventh level you're going to get blight this is a very strong spell it's a good spell especially against eight d8 necrotic damage <laughs> yeah that's a lot uh but it can only target or no and and if you target a plant max damage it makes yeah, it makes the <laughs> or, or a magical plant yeah it does it, it rolls with this advantage and it will take max damage Automatic. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. It's sweet then you get hands. Death Ward. See, why you would have Revivify when you have Death yeah. Ward? So now you have Death Ward. Them. Just like, how do you die when someone's playing a Grave Cleric? I don't get it. I don't, yeah, what the hell? I you, gotta kill, I gotta kill this guy first. Ninth, now we're on to ninth level. What else do you get? Uh, anti-life shell? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Okay, so just no one dies anymore. It's, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the point we're trying to make, uh, and you also get raised dead too. So you're also a necromancer somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is okay. the this is like the uh, better version of Riv Five. Is it you can do it over a longer time. So this is just nuts. All right, and then finally the, we'll just go over its level seventeen, the Keeper of Souls. Uh, when an enemy you can see dies within thirty feet of you, you or an ally of your choice that's within thirty feet can regain hit 16. points. What's that? In my, in my book, it says 60 feet. Okay. That makes sense because it's within, well, something dying within 30 feet of you and then an ally within 30 feet. So there's 60 feet. Oh, no, this, that, or, right? oh, no, this was my, 60, my book 60? says, yeah, when an enemy you can see dies within 60 feet of you, you are one uh, creature of your choice that is within 60 feet of you. Okay. They and, doubled the range, I yep. guess. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they're going to gain hit points equal to the enemy's number of hit dice, which is a lot, usually. Yeah. They usually have yeah. more than... 
player characters. Uh, you can only use it if you're not incapacitated, yeah. And once you use it, you can't do so again until the start of your next turn. So it's just like you kind of always have it. Yeah, I don't don't know how useful that is, honestly, for a 17th level thing. The fact that you can use it for free every turn, like it's basically like okay, at the start of your turn, if you're killing something small, you heal like three hit points or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you give the grave cleric? Easy A. I think you have to give it an A. Straight A. That, that, you just hurt us. Like, what? Everything we said was like, okay, this is ridiculous, right? This is just ridiculous at every level. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, we got another one, not part of the base class. So we got to push through these to get to ones people might actually do. Uh, This is the Forge (laughs) uh, one. Uh, The Forge domain. This one's they created because I guess there was complaint around, like, I really want to play that, like, dwarf cleric literal dwarf cleric like that's a blacksmith in the forest oh, really? <laughs> like, oh. yeah yeah so they they created it uh, for community where they were like we need like the the dwarf cleric and that's this forge domain this is literally the guy banging on a hammer with the forge so yeah. like yeah. his god is the forge and he's all about weapons and armor and this is like foot in the door of the uh like paladin Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So first level, all you're getting, uh, well, you get two things, but the first part is like you get heavy armor and Smith's tools, Mm -hmm. which is like whatever. But yeah, like really hitting home that like I'm a tank cleric, (laughs) right? Right. Heavy armor right away. Um, You're also going to get the ability to imbue magic into weapon or armors. At the end of a long rest, you can touch a non-magical suit of armor or martial weapon. Uh, and until you die, that item becomes magic, granting plus one to AC if it's armor. Or plus one, so you basically have magic weapons slash magic armor as a spell. You just do this. That, that lasts the whole day? Yep. <laughs> level one, plus one weapons. At level one? What? Can you imagine, like, level one? Like, usually plate mail isn't isn't in play at level one, but, like, you know, who knows? I... I I can see it. Yeah. Like, sure, so whatever. you're saying we're talking like 18 AC at level one, right? <laughs> like, oh, if, if it's plate mail is 18 AC, plus a shield is 20, then plus one is 21 AC. You're talking 21 AC at level one, possible. Holy God. You're never getting hit. Yeah, you're just standing there and like you're facing against a poor, co- poor, poor kobold. Plus one to hit. It can do like wants three to fish. damage. <laughs> just, yeah, it just wants to fish. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Okay, so that is a. Sru- it's so funny. These, I feel like anytime they create uh, these subclasses not in the base game, the uh, like passive abilities are always just broken. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we're never not worried about... Yeah! Like, people know how to break the game anyway. We're just going to open this one. just up. broken. All right, what's its channel divinity then? Hopefully it's not something stupid. All right, so you can uh, use your channel... channel blah, blah, the channel divinity to create simple items. So you can you make a hour-long ritual that crafts a non-magical item uh, that must include metal. So simple or martial weapon, a suit of armor, ten pieces of ammunition... Uh, a set of tools or other metal objects. Um, creation is complete at the end of the hour, coalescing unoccupied space. Um, that means you can't create stuff inside of people. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing you create can be something that is worth no more than a hundred gold pieces. As part of this ritual, you must lay out metal. Just basically you have to have all the components. The ritual can create to duplicate a non-magical item that contains metal, uh, such as a key. If you possess the original during the ritual. 
All right, I'm okay with this, and uh, I really love it for its... So this isn't, like, a combat thing, right? This is a total yeah. role-playing thing. Uh, it's super sweet, uh, right? I mean, you you can actually do some neat stuff with this. I, I love, like, I don't know, you can role-play talking to a king, and it's like, I'll craft you a crown if you do, right? Like, right, yeah, right? Yeah. You could do some neat stuff, like you could craft a crown for him that night, and, and then, you know, he'll give you something in return. I don't know, but yeah. you have to find some creative ways to use this, and I like that it's not broken because honestly i feel like this class the rest of it's broken so it's good that they have some creative <laughs> yeah. aspects of the class that's not just straight like okay you just win i get it fine yeah and, and <laughs> i like that it gave this class something to do outside of just being a tank in combat because sometimes other classes you can feel a little like if you're not really super into role playing sometimes it, it i you could feel like you're uh not involved when it's not combat yeah like okay like what what could you do as like a fighter it's like i just hit things so what like the wizards are like oh you i can cast levitate yes, and you yes. go up to the window and the rogue can sneak in and it's, and it's literally wow. half the game right like we yeah. talked about there's half role playing half combat aspect and yeah the role playing's uh, a side of things that that you can generally creative your way out of things but you you need with your class it's nice to have something that could aid you in right. in 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 being uh, mm-hmm. different and this is this is neat i love that this class gives you that yeah. while being a ridiculous com because let's go to six level now what yes. do you get a six level <laughs> so soul you, of the forge this is nuts so soul of the forge uh you can you you the mastery of the forge grants you special abilities you gain resistance to fire damage <laughs> not and, not relevant usually yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah fire where's that gonna come from uh, and while wearing heavy armor you gain a Plus one to your AC. Oh my god. So we're talking 22 AC now? Yep, without doing anything. I didn't do anything. I was at level six. She was like, all right, this is what this is this who I am now. Is disgusting, man. You are just so tanky. And level six, we're talking level six. This is still yeah. pretty early on in the game, and you're just like unbeatable. Yeah, you're just at like, oh, six. am I gonna get hit by something? Yeah. No, you're just you're just unbeatable at level six. And you have resistance to fire already. Like boy. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, probably at level six, the most dangerous thing possible is probably a fireball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're going to have resistance to that. So, uh, yeah. Nuts, man. Nuts. All right. Level eight, Divine Strike, which sounds odd because isn't, like, a Divine Smite, like, part of the class usually already? Like? Yeah, Divine Smite is a uh, Paladin thing. But it's oh, so it's a paladin thing. Okay, I got you. So this is like, yeah. So that's what you're saying. Like this is like the paladin version. Okay. Yep. So you're getting. Ah, sorry, I'm mixing it up already. But hey, but hey, I don't get why you did because strike and smite totally yeah, different totally words. different words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this literally is divine smite, right? So on once on each of your turns when you hit with a weapon attack, you can use your divine strike to deal an extra one d8 fire damage to the target. Uh, 14th level, this upgrades to 2d8. Same thing as Divine Smite, right? It's like it's like 1d8 holy, though, for Divine Smite uh, or something? Yes. So, uh, Divine Smite, you can it costs a spell level, but you can upcast it to do more damage. This is just like a free extra d8. Yep. Yep. Uh, just strong, though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, what can you say? Uh, oh, my God. The 17th level. Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. <laughs> what? It's- it's a buffed up soul of the forge, saint of forge and fire. Uh, 17th level, you gain immunity to fire damage. 
<laughs> you weren't worried about fire damage anyway. Yeah, now, no, no. Like, eh, now, like, all the dragons in the end game. Good luck. Gonna yeah. jump the water, <laughs> I'm immune. And then, while wearing heavy armor, you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non manual attacks. So, basically, that's that, also disgusting. That yeah. you are now, like, also a barbarian somehow. Yeah, exactly. At all times. For living that long, you're just. All right, now I'm a barbarian. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Spells along the way. Level one. Identify. Cool. Uh, that's always like something that we say, like someone in the party should have it. Yeah. Yeah. And this this is something that, again, is I say this all the time, but it's very DM specific. Like sometimes uh, detect magic will be good enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is what it is. But um, yeah, identify. I, I definitely prefer over uh, detect magic. Also, well. somehow at level one, screw this divine strike, you get Searing Smite, uh, which is just adds 1d6 fire damage to all of your weapon attacks anyway. It's a concentration mm-hmm. spell, but you're adding 1d6 your, to all of your attacks. I think it's for the next attack. Uh, Yes, next time, next time, next time. Okay, okay. that thank God. But it's a bonus action. But so bonus you action. can do it before you attack. Yeah, yep. okay. And if you miss, it's still on. So It's still on, so you could use... Oh, man, that's nuts. That's so strong. Just have... Oh, yeah. uh, third level, you get heat metal. Makes a lot of sense. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, flavor wise, I just I just love that. That's what, what you get. It's good spell. Yeah. Uh, causes like anything of metal to become glowing red hot. If a creature's touching it, they take two d eight, which is strong. And usually, it, and they end up dropping it like if yeah. it's their weapon. Uh, so it actually has some really good uses. You also get magic weapon, which is funny. It makes sense again on flavor because you kind of had that as your. It's a different thing that you had at level one, but it's good that you also have it as a side thing. Yeah, (laughs) and you could make someone else's thing magic as well as your own, because your own one is not a concentration. It just lasts the whole day. Um, Going up to level five, you get elemental weapon now, a little bit of a stronger version of it, and protection from energy. Um, If you wanted more resistances, you can have them now. (laughs) If you're you're walking in there thinking, ha... Or if your DM's being all clever, saying like, oh, well, I'm going to make this a blue dragon, <laughs> so it's not fire damage. You're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I have resistance to that. Yeah, because you just have it. We're good. Oh, that, is, yeah. that is unreal, man. And then, all right, uh, going up, seventh level, fabricate and wall of fire. Fabricate, I guess, just making more things. You already kind of have that Yeah, fabricate is divinity. like you can, like, turn things to dust and stuff. So, like, you can, like, oh, I'm going to... Yeah, it's it's a very like thematic. Story. Yeah, and then Wall of Fire is a decent one I've seen cast. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it creates a big sixty feet long wall that way. If a creature starts their turn there, they take five d eight, which is uh, that's a good that's good that's that's a good amount of damage. They usually move out of the way because it's a wall of fire and they don't want to be there anymore. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good, good way to you know, move people uh, from an area too. Anyway. Uh, then lastly, ninth level, animate objects. That's kind of fun. Again, I like yeah. the the ones that are a little more fun. Animate objects is also really fun because it you can create like little creatures. They have ability scores that can hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, just how many do you get to choose up to? Um, I think it, ten it, up to yeah. ten. So if there's like ten objects lying around that you animate, that could be like pretty awesome. And also because you said like to hit, that's like super good if you're fighting against a mage who has a concentration spell up because each hit is a concentration check it might it's it's only 10 but if you can just make them force a 10 concentration check they're probably going to fail one of them and i mean these things are pretty strong like you're talking about if you animate these like small objects they get a plus six to hit and they do 1d8 plus two yeah. that's just, have you animated 10 of those things 
Damn. Yeah. Uh, and then you get creation. So once again, more more, more creating making. materials. You just you just make stuff. stuff. Awesome class. What are you giving this class? I think I'm mean, giving this one an eight as well. It's just be. super strong. Gotta be. I mean, they they definitely tune this up a little too far. I think honestly. Like, yeah. I I think like the blessings of the forge like should have been like a like you can't put it at like a level four or something. So maybe give it a little something else, but put it at level six. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little like, nuts. At level one, just like uh, all right, I have just too strong right from the start. Yeah, it's true. Right from the start, they're too strong. Um, next one, we're going to go over. Finally, we're into now the base classes in uh, in in the five E handbook that you might be all used to. Mm-hmm. The first one we're starting off with though is an interesting one. This is the knowledge domain. Oh yes, the knowledge one. The knowledge domain. This is a very interesting one, and 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 now you can hear. Here's its passive compared to the last couple that we just went over. Here's what the base game gives you. Uh, at first level, you learn two languages and you become proficient in two skills out of Arcana, History, Nature, or Religion. And your proficiency bonus is doubled for anything that uses those skills. Which is pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, with Cleric, so this is the kind of Cleric that won't be the tank. Like we talked about, Clerics are usually tanks. This one probably isn't. <laughs> because one, it doesn't say you have proficiency with heavy armor, which a lot of yeah. the other ones do. But also, you'll want to move like that constitution score probably into intelligence because intelligence is the arcana, history, nature, and religion checks. Yep. And this is kind of interesting. This is kind of like the if you're playing a like discovery-based campaign or like I imagine like like this is it, like, I don't know, like an Indiana Jones kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm just going to, <laughs> to discover. There, there's definitely some cool stuff flavor and role-playing wise you can do with this specific domain, but don't expect it to do anything nuts, right? Uh, you also get command and identify as first level spells. Ident- identify, we also, we've always mentioned. Mm-hmm. Decent, uh, cool stuff. De- command is a very interesting one. Uh, you can do some cool stuff with it yeah um you know it gives you some suggestions of like here's some things you can do like you can command someone to drop an item yeah that's like i guess kind of one of the most useful uh halts you can make someone stop moving uh there's there's some interesting stuff uh it's definitely a role play this is all yeah this is all role play like uh, and then, and then again, level two, more role play, right? This, their, what's their channel divinity? Yeah, so their channel divinity. They uh, at level two, uh, you can tap into a divine well of knowledge. <laughs> As an action, <laughs> uh, you can choose one skill or tool, and then for ten minutes, you have proficiency with that one. So if you don't know how to use thieves' tools, you can just say like, "All right, now I do," and then you gain proficiency. That's with awesome. Tools. I love that flexibility with this this domain. Boy, you got. I feel like you have to be an advanced D and D player to play this domain, though. Yeah, you got to know all the ins and outs of like the D and D realm. It's so funny because it's the knowledge domain. <laughs> you better yeah, have yeah, knowledge you, of you everything in D and D. Once you do, this class can do some really cool stuff because you know what things you're able to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah I, I I think this class is really cool, but yeah. Just know when it gets into combat, you're not 
you're gonna see a the order of light guy just as like murdering everybody blowing things up and just be like it's okay okay i was the one who opened up this chest though you yeah you are not you are not a combat guy uh third uh third level spells now you're gonna get augury and suggestion again it's more it's really role play stuff man this is all like what's gonna happen this this even (laughs) though there's another domain called trickery I feel like this is like kind of like a rogue or a bard where this is hmm. the you're you're just kind of good at everything. Yeah, the suggestion gives you that idea, right? Yeah, you can yeah. you can you can kind of trick people into things. Fifth level, you get non-detection and speak with the dead. So, yep, definitely more mm. just role-playing stuff. <laughs> yeah, speak with dead as kind of as a DM, it's kind of funny because none of you guys in any of our campaigns uh, that I run have speak with dead. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that like I could easily forget that Speak with Dead exists, and then you'd be like, "Oh wait, wasn't there a skeleton over there?" Okay, I want to talk to it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, man, and you get to second. ask five questions and, yeah. and gather. So I mean, this is again, this is a useful class to have around for the campaign, isn't it? It's just a useful so. thing to have around. But yeah, in combat, I hope you're doing something because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> have a six level your your channel divinity upgrades to read thoughts, which is awesome. Yeah. That's pretty uh, you can choose a creature within 60 feet of you. If it doesn't save the throw, um, you can read its surface thoughts. So, like, you can figure out, like, if something's innately aggressive to you or not, yeah. right? Like, because the, on their surface, they're going to be like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Like, you know, right, almost exactly. always. Or like, I'm so you're going to know that. And also, Which is awesome. It's second, the second sentence says, you can then use your access to the creature's mind to command it. That's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't say like it has to. Oh wait, there's more text. So is that part of read thoughts? Is an action you can choose one creature. You can it doesn't say. I think it says you can cast a suggestion okay, you can, spell on it. You get you yeah you can cast a suggestion spell. Yeah. Suggestion which, spell, which is yeah. So again, you got to be creative to do yep. this stuff because in combat, if you're doing stuff like this, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, you could do some really cool stuff. But yeah. <laughs> you better manipulate. Uh, eighth level, you're again getting that potent spell casting. Add wisdom mm-hmm. mod to your damage with cantrips, so that's clearly you know something you'll be doing at that point. You'll you'll actually have some <laughs> some damage potential at eighth level. <laughs> like okay, I can do. I'm really wise, so I can do something with my cantrips, guys. I can uh, add some damage here and there while I'm thinking of ways while to it, yeah. come up with creative solutions <laughs> while to I'm destroy reading, everyone. I'm reading my my teammates' thoughts. They're saying I'm not doing anything this combat. Yeah. Because uh, at seventh level, you get Arcane Eye, which we talked about. is like, nah, I don't know. That's not sometimes useful. Then you get Confusion. This is a cool spell. Yeah, I love Confusion. <laughs> Range 90 feet, concentration up to a minute. Within a 10-foot radius, uh, 10-foot radius sphere, yep. Um, all creatures, uh, what do they got to do? They got to roll D d10 or something? Yeah, they have to make some, uh, I think, a wisdom save. And then they roll a d8, I want to say. No, D10. There's D10. T- there's yeah, D10. D10, yeah. And then their behavior is going to be determined off of that roll. Yeah. So if like, they roll a one, they're going to just like move in a random direction. <laughs> <laughs> and the creature can't take an action. Yeah. Uh, two to six, they can't take actions. Seven or eight, um, they automatically take a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. So if it's next to another uh, mob of its kind, it's just going to swing at it. Uh, and then nine or ten, it can move and act normally. But so you have a one out of eight chance. Well, sorry, yeah. an eight out of ten chance that it's going to do something really beneficial for you. 
Oh yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I I don't so know why I love this spell so much, spell. but yeah. Oh, I thought that's a so sweet great. spell. If you manage to like get like three targets into that spell too, wow! Then you're doing work. You just did work as right. a college <laughs> cleric. Uh, and then ninth level, you're gonna get legend lore. Yep. So basically, that means you can like take an item and then just like learn all the lore behind that item. So maybe there's like a legendary sword or something that you found. Or a book or something. You're like, basically, DM, give me all your notes on this on the sword. Because <laughs> then also you get scrying, which is kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, scrying is super useful. Yeah, uh, that's like you can well, see sc- things. Yeah, scrying is like different locations. So yeah. I, can, I can scry on a location or a person to see what they're doing to spy on them. And legend lore is like, oh, this item was owned by... Grishnark, the barbarian, before the sword was cursed, and now his soul is lived inside of it. You're just like, okay, well, I don't want this. Yeah, once again, it feels like this this domain just feels like you kind of want a guy that's played D&D a lot to be this class and be around your party and just yeah. know to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, like, always gonna have a direction and know things and, like, mm-hmm. so it's pretty awesome. I, I like this class. 17th level, um, the last thing, you can call it Visions of the Past. Um, so you just kind of know everything, I guess. Yeah, so you, it's kind of a mouthful. Uh, you spend one minute in meditation uh, to like kind of gain shadowy glimpses of the area around you. So uh, you can uh, you can do like object reading. So holding onto an object as you meditate, you can see visions of the object's previous owner. Boy, after meditating for one minute, uh, you learn how the owner uh, acquired or lost, as well as the recent anything significant happening around with it. Uh, and then uh, area reading, you meditate. You see visions of recent events in your immediate vicinity, so like a, a room or a tunnel or something. So one other thing I'd say about this class is not only do you want to be a person that knows D and D a lot, you want a DM that's super dedicated. Yes, because there <laughs> that are... <laughs> could make this class awesome. Oh yeah, like if because you... if you're doing stuff like that, man, do you like you could just learn everything and like ah, this is really cool. This is super unique, and this is for the diehard D and D crowd. Oh yes. yeah, <laughs> this is this is somebody who's just like, oh man, I I I play with this DM for a while, and I just wanted to know everything that. Yeah, they, get right because he created a whole world. This would be awesome for a homebrew world. Oh yeah, this would Absolutely. be all, you, you as a DM. You and you homebrewed a world. You want someone yeah, to be this. Class. I was literally just gonna say that. Like every <laughs> DM who has a homebrew world is just like I've created someone. Please be knowledge. Please be knowledge. <laughs> like oh, someone asked him. I said, oh, roll a history check. Like they roll like a ten. Just like ah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll this, tell you, anyway. you, you you want someone to be the knowledge domain because that that would just make it unique. What do you give in this class? Uh, so I'm going to give this like a B. It doesn't really it, but like because it you really depends uh, on the player. I think. Yeah, I think if I, you're super dedicated into it, and your DM is just like, okay, I know this is coming, so I know that <laughs> I know I have to prepare like a little blurb or something about about something or if your dm's really good at improvising this sort of stuff then uh, i you're think just because of restrictions that i have to give it a c plus yeah it's 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 awesome though it's that c plus where you're like man but this could be awesome i'd love this class uh but i have to give it a c plus yeah. i don't think anyone should just pick it I, yeah I, I, there's circumstances that, that was my thing too i was like either this is going to be an a because you're gonna have a great time playing it or you're gonna it's gonna have be so like much a fun d or a c because yeah. 
it's just gonna be you're just because be like, gonna... again the whole time around until you get like that confusion spell so until seventh level i just feel like you're you're ditzing around in combat <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. think you're doing much <laughs> and then eighth level you finally can get some damage in so yeah you're just you're just not much of a, a player in combat yeah. ever until then so all right now we're on to the core one right this is the life the yep. life cleric. All right, this is this, this, is, is, the this one. is the one everyone knows. This is the one. So, because this is the heel. This is the heel cleric. Yep. Yeah. This is the one that everyone kind of initially thinks of a cleric as. And but, every cleric I've ever seen has been this one. Unfortunately, I've only seen so many clerics, and they've all been life. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That. Yeah. I. I, I had a NPC be a life cleric, and the reason why is with all the healing in the world, you can really just throw the kitchen sink at your players, and it's pretty. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> you could because you yeah. could just be like ah. You're teetering on like, uh, is four or five creature? Is five creatures too much? I don't know. Then you're just like, ah, they have a, they have a, they have a life better. I'm just going to use them to heal. Five. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Me. So first level, it once again, like you said, this gives this gives proficiency in heavy armor at level one mm-hmm. for being a life cleric. So super interesting. They made him tanky, not only a healer but a tanky. A little tanky, healer. yeah. And then also at level one, um, which is like this is the main part about why this is a good healer. Uh, at first level, uh, your healing cell, your healing spells are more effective, and basically, whenever you heal somebody using a spell first level or higher, you that creature gains additional hit points equal to two plus a spell level. So wow, that's so strong. If you cast like a level three cure wounds, it's going to so be. So that's why her healing words were doing a lot more than my healing words. So no. Yes, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> makes a lot of sense because I always felt so bad when I was like healing word. I heal you for four, <laughs> and then you're like I healing word. 10 and i'm like what what i can't even do 10 <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. yeah yeah how did I mean, you do that yeah because it's it's two plus the spells level and then um yeah and then like her spells were just like okay i'm also going to heal an additional like five just because her, her wisdom was so high or something like that. or it was four or something I don't oh know. it'll it'll add the the bonus so first level spells you're also going to get bless and cure wounds so cure wounds so you're automatically going to get the heal spell Yep. So you don't even, as long as you pick this domain, you're like, you you get the heal. Yeah, you just <laughs> you can't it. pick this domain and not have the heal spells. You get them. <laughs> will heal your party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It kind of feels like that, right? You pick this domain, it's like, no, you get them. Um, and bless is pretty sweet. When a target makes an attack roll or saving throw, you can make a roll of default. So you get like bardic inspiration. Yeah, so you can like bless a bunch of people and then they get buffs on their attacks and saves. I don't, you can't bless a bunch, right? Because it's concentration. Oh, up to three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spell is up to three. Right? Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, good. It, and that Might be better good. than a bard. <laughs> well, with bards, like, especially with you do, yeah, it's like, oh, well, you can also do it to your AC and attack rolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a pretty strong inspiration. Uh, what's its channel divinity? It's probably going to be pretty good. It is quite good, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, this channel divinity is a, it's an action... Uh, you can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level to any Ooh. number of creatures. To, so this is like the total pool of, of hit points uh, to any number of creatures within 30 feet of you. you they can't go above half their the person's uh, maximum. Yeah, that, that, that's its that's its shtick, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can only ever, everyone would be full health. <laughs> yeah, everyone would be full health all the time. So like okay. these channel, this channel divinity, you can only hit them up to. Um, up to half their, half their health but like this is an action then like healing word is a bonus action so you can be like okay mm. i'm level i'm a level four cleric i'm gonna heal you for 20 and then i'm gonna heal you 
spend a level three or a level two healing word to heal an additional 15 or yeah or whatever but this, like, this that is a strong channel divinity it comes in clutch a lot yeah healing especially when start party members are starting to go down and they're like sort of popping back up and this is just like bam unit you, you are back in the fight yep yeah this, <laughs> this definitely comes in handy like you said multiple people are down you can just be like okay 15 15 yeah now you're both yep. up and that's just my action there you go. Uh, level three, getting uh, spiritual weapon. So you can do so. This is a sweet spell. This is just a good cleric yeah. spell. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus action, you can like just use it to make an attack that does 1d8 plus your spell casting modifier. So this is just like, yeah, you can actually like, do damage at this class because you can attack and use this. You're like mm-hmm. kind of a martial character somehow. Yeah, and it stays around. So you yeah. use your subsequent bonus actions to like, I'm going to uh, cast my uh, awesome cleric spell and then as a bonus action, make another attack. Right? So this is something that like a class like I play the bard a lot, right? That I could never do where I was like, if I'm healing you this turn, I can't shoot that guy. It's not going to, we're not going to, that's not all going to happen. With cleric, it like is built into the class with the spiritual weapon, which Mm -hmm. is sweet. Uh, Lesser restoration, is that a heal spell? Uh, that is kind of like a condition thing. So if somebody, oh, blind, yeah, yeah, clear conditions. That's that's more useful than you'd realize. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fifth level, you get revivify. So we've talked about that. Uh, you get the res, and you get beacon of hope, which is really, this is really a good. sweet one. Yeah, this uh, is a sweet one. Yeah. Any number of creatures within range, within thirty feet, they each have advantage on wisdom saving throws and death throws, and they will regain the maximum number of hit points from any healing. Yep, includes potions. That's <laughs> <Does it, laughs> so nuts. It's just like, okay, I'm going to, yeah, level two cure wounds. Uh, so at this, to level two cure wounds at a life domain cleric, let's say they're level five. They're just like, okay, it's it's uh, 16 plus four because of your disciple of life, plus like an additional five or something, or four because of your uh, wisdom modifier. So it's just I, I remember when you casted this in our campaign, and I never felt more useful as a bard because, like, my heal spells did stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is amazing. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, everything I do matters right now, uh-huh. all because of her spell, though. So it was kind of funny. It was like, wow, I'm only useful because she did something. Yeah, it's good. And like, when the fighter does second wind, that's just maximum. Yeah, just like bam, I'm back, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, sixth level, Blessed Healer. Uh, all heal spells you cast on others heal you as well now. <laughs> you yeah. are a super healer. Uh, and when you cast a spell of first or higher that restores hit points, you'll also regain hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. Yeah, so this is just, you're just like, I heal forever, and I'm a tank, and I can't die. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You uh, Disciple of Life also affects you. This was super helpful. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is th- that's crazy. Kind of at sixth level, you you actually want to play in the style where you're just charging in blindly because you can't die. You're healing everyone and taking hits, and you're getting healed at the same time. Yep. You just you want to really put yourself in the mix. Yeah, you just and you're in heavy guys. armor. You're not like weak. You're in heavy armor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's how you want to play it. Once you're there, this eighth level, you get the divine strike with the four. Same thing as the forge, except you're doing radiant damage instead of fire. Yep. With this, this is divine strike. Just kind of surprising to me that at level eight, 
as a life cleric how much damage you can do. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> We're talking, you can hit them, use a divine strike, because it doesn't use your bonus action, and then use your spiritual weapon bonus attack. Yeah. And the, this you is can kind of, do some damage. Yeah, th- this is the uh, this is kind of the leveling, because they don't get a multi-attack, where a lot of other characters get that. Ah, uh, okay. But still. This yeah. is how this class keeps up, in other words. Yeah. I got you. That makes sense. Okay. Um, seventh level, you're getting Death Ward, Guardian of Faith. I'm guessing Death Ward just keeps him from dying. Yeah, Death yep, Ward instead is. drops the one. Yeah, yep. <laughs> nuts, nuts. Guardian of Faith. I'm guessing that's a really good one. <laughs> that's the one where it's essentially there's this like to- like the spiritual guardian. It's not the spell spiritual guardians, but this guardian that appears and anyone that gets within range of it, it attacks and just like hits him for twenty. <laughs> what 20 yeah 20 20 radiant damage on a failed save holy crap okay it vanishes once it's dealt 60 damage so once okay. it's done three attacks it will it will vanish but that's awesome it is, that's yeah, really cool it's just like take that's away. really cool uh ninth level masker wounds so yep more yeah. on the healer and then it gets the raised dead so yeah all things that make sense if you failed at your job then you <laughs> they're helping you out they're pushing you in the right direction and finally 17th level uh supreme healing when you'd normally roll <laughs> one or more dice you instead use the highest number so yep. just just rolling doesn't kind of boring, right? Rolling doesn't you don't roll with this class. You just you just you just do Yeah, stuff. you just get you just get a personal beacon of hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those it's like it's obviously super bad, but yeah, it's like rolling is kind of part of the whole point of D&D. Uh, yeah, this is the class I would recommend to a beginner cleric though, right? Th- this is kind of that one that's like you don't know D&D, you don't know what you're doing. Hey, play life, play life, cleric man. Everyone you're, is you're gonna, gu- you're gonna be useful, man. Everyone's gonna want you around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you gotta have fun in different ways. <laughs> for life to but... make cleric. If you don't have any friends, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? this is a good way to make friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah I... And no, and with cleric, yeah. role playing is the tougher aspect to me. You're, you're pigeonholed, but again, that might be helpful for uh, a newer player. Mm-hmm. You're the life cleric. You care about life. Make that your thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and, know, just like, and you don't have to yeah, try too hard. It's super easy to roleplay because it's like, I mean, clerics have this like inherent roleplay ability because they have a god that they pray to, whatever. Yep. But yeah, this one is especially just like, it's not about something outside of the party. It's about keeping your party members alive is your yep. whole deal. Just focus on your party. You're a party person. You're a dragon party person. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do an advertisement about dragon. Listen to Dragon Party. I guess you already are. If you, if you listen to this advertisement, congratulations! You began your your adventure listening to Dragon Party podcast. Uh, what do you give Life Cleric? Got to give it a grade. Um, I'm gonna give this also like I mean it does what it does so well. I'm just gonna give this a B as well because it doesn't do anything else. I'm solid B as well solid b solid b this is not where i want to be when i'm looking to create a character regularly because i i like to be different most of the time yep uh again i recommend this to newer players you're going to be useful um so it's it's on you to make it unique somehow but you're you're strong you're a strong class and we talked about the this is kind of like the opposite of the knowledge domain where every it's all about not being in combat this one it's like if your party's not losing hit points and you're just like okay well i can role play <laughs> you're not really doing much yeah <laughs> absolutely uh so the next one is the light domain this is like 
all about murdering people with your holy flames. This is awesome. Yeah, this class is really cool. I didn't know this existed. I've never seen anyone do this. I, I feel odd to not see someone do this. Um, I think I think on that point, I feel like it when there's this thing that happens when you say like, I think I'm going to play a cleric. Everyone's going to be, oh, great. We have a healer in the party. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to be up for so long. And then everybody's like, should I play the life domain? Like everyone seems really excited about me healing them. And then they're like, okay, I better max out. Or like healing. Grave, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> or grave, I'm yeah, looking back, I'm like, man, Grave would be way... If I wanted to play Life Domain, I'd play Grave and kind of do the same thing, but in a way cooler way. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think some people are just like, well, I don't... If I, I already told people I'm going to be healing them, so... But I also <laughs> you want to... You can still heal them. in this class. This oh, is no, yeah, 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 exactly. But I think there's a thing that happens where you're just like, well, yeah. I'm going to be healing. I might as well max it out. But well, let's go into what you get with the light domain. You get you get light cantrip. That makes sense. I Flavor feel like <laughs> they they just did this because they're like we can't we can't not give them this cantrip, <laughs> right? I have to have light, right? I can't. Well, wait, which is a useful cantrip, right? I mean that that's yeah, a good yeah, cantrip. Yeah. Light's a good cantrip. You also get warding flare, which I didn't. I never heard about this because again, I've never seen a light person. But this is awesome. Yeah. So at first level, you get yeah, it right at first away. First level, you get this right away. So when you are attacked by a creature within thirty feet of you that you can see, you can use your reaction to pose distance. Usually, if a creature is attacking you, you can see them, and they're within thirty feet. See them, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can just impose disadvantage on that roll. That's um, awesome. And yeah, that's it. You can use this ability a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. Uh, yeah. Regenning on a long rest. This feels like a channel divinity, but that's not. awesome. It feels like right. It does. You're right. It feels like a channel divinity. This is mm-hmm. awesome to have as a passive. I didn't know about this, and I, when I saw it, I was like, wow, that's. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so sweet. So, like, so it doesn't have heavy armor as a class, but it has this, which is its um its thing. So, but that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. This is this is kind of like the uh, the the wizard or sorcerer thing, where you just you're kind of like you're a little more squishier, but you're doing, you're doing yeah, but you're awkwardly tanky with this uh, having that ability. You also are going to get burning hands, which I talked about when I built my wizard because uh, I got that as a as cantrip. Mm-hmm. So that's just a decent uh, decent damage. You also get one of my favorite spells of all time, fairy fire. It's probably one of the like, best first levels. one of the strongest first level spells in the game. Yeah, when I back when I played a druid, it was like the only useful thing I could ever do. So like that was like my character was like I cast fairy fire. That's what I can do, and it's so useful. Yeah, because it, it scales up so well with the other martial characters because like they want to hit stuff at the beginning, which is great. Yep. But when they get four attacks around, yeah, they, they also want to hit. Stuff. It turns out they still want to hit stuff. <laughs> turns out, and also keeps stuff from going invisible, which can be uh, awkwardly helpful. Yeah, so it's just sweet. Uh, what's its channel divinity? And this, to me, is the strongest channel yes, divinity. Yes, channel divinity. Radiance of the Dawn. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you can use your channel divinity to harness sunlight, banishing darkness, and dealing radiant damage to your foes. Uh, so, as an action, uh, any magical darkness within 30 feet of you is dispelled. And which is actually <laughs> useful. Which is pretty useful. Uh, additionally, each hostile creature within 30 feet of you must make a con save, uh, or uh, or take 2d10 plus your cleric level, or half as much if they succeeded. Um, which is nuts. Yeah, which is, this is pretty sweet. You can just like walk into a dark room and just go boom. Yeah, I, I just love the damage potential of that is really strong. On the earlier, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, you can do 21 damage to everything around you at first level. Is like what? <laughs> so that's really strong right from the start. 
uh, at first level. It doesn't scale so well because you know you're only adding one damage. Per yeah, per level. level. So when uh, you're... so it eventually fades out, but it can still be really strong as just an AOE that you just have. Exactly. Yeah. This if this was the only thing that they got, I'd be like, oh, this is probably one of the weaker ones. But that wording flare. It feels like a second channel divinity, so you're just like, okay, that definitely scales up. Yeah. Uh, third level, you're getting the Flaming Sphere and Scorching Ray. More damage abilities. I mean, they really hit home this, like, you do fire damage, and every spell you do, fire damage. Fire damage. <laughs> fire it. Radiant. Fire damage. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Hold on, though. What do you get at fifth level? But wait, there's more. Daylight fireball. fireball. <laughs> it's just like, you're just like the fire guy, man. This is just like, fireman. I am uh-huh. fire guy. <laughs> um... Yeah. You also get daylight, which is interesting. It just kind of like makes it day for a while. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it's good against sure. uh, things with sunlight sensitivity. If you're fighting yep. against a bunch of drow, uh, they get disadvantaged on their attacks. Um, yep. So it hasn't felt like much. I mean, fire. You get fire. Fire. You also get fireball, so yeah, which is fireball. You, you just you just got fireball. So you're not going to cast anything else. Who are we kidding? You you have yeah. fireball now. Um, fireball also creates light. For a very brief time, while you're, <laughs> while you're... <laughs> yeah, right. I will make it daylight by casting fireball. You get daylight. <laughs> no, <think>. for one <laughs> second. One second of daylight. Uh, six levels gonna bump up that warding flare, so now you can do it on any creature you see within thirty feet. So you at can a, actually creature... protect your party members. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, so you're like you're useful. You're useful in combat. Yeah, like, this this is... is a combat cleric. Yeah, you're just going it, which is kind of interesting because it doesn't give heavy armor proficiency. So maybe that if you have feats, I'd maybe look at taking a heavy armor proficiency so you can get some more beefier stuff. Yeah, um, yep. Uh, yeah. You'll also get uh, seventh level. You'll get more fire. You'll get wall of fire now. Okay. <laughs> just all the fire. If you'll you also get the guardian of faith. Look. For the people who like fire and ball form, have we got a spell for you? <laughs> we have a whole wall of it. <laughs> now it's wall of fire. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, not All the way up to ninth level. Flame strike. Flame strike. <laughs> which doesn't only deal fire damage, it deals radiant fire damage. fire yet. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. Yeah, it does, that does radiant damage, right? And then you get well, scrying. It's fire and class. radiant damage. It does. It's weird that this class gets scrying randomly too. So yeah, that seems very strange. Yeah, they just threw that in all of a sudden. They were just like, like mm, we ran out of fire spell. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have given you all the fire spells. The What's fire light? Spells. Uh, scrying? scrying. Someone was like, you, can, you need oh? light to see stuff, right? <laughs> so random. Mm. Uh, and then lastly, eighth level, uh, the potent spellcasting. Like, so it seems like a lot of clerics get this. This is yeah. like the the wisdom mod de- bonus to your cleric cantrips. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to be using. It. You're going to be casting fireballs and stuff, man. I don't think. You're... <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're you're going to be casting spells. <laughs> you're just you're just these uh, your spells are dope. Yeah, uh, and lastly, the Corona of Light. Uh, you can use your action to activate an aura of sunlight that lasts uh, for one minute. Uh, you emit a bright light. And your enemies in the bright light have disadvantage on saving throws against any spell that deals fire damage or radiant damage. <laughs> That's nuts. That's nuts. That's really good. <laughs> Just like, this is the thing where, like, you were excited to play a wizard, but your party really needs a healer as well because you just you just play light domain cleric. You're like, yeah, I have cure woods, but I also yeah, have it's like yeah, yeah, I'm cleric, I'm a cleric, I'm a cleric, I'm a cleric, I'm a cleric. I'm a cleric. I'm a cleric. I'm a corona of light fireball. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> My God, will send fire upon you. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, this thing, I've never seen it, this cleric around, and this is awesome. This I yeah. think this is really strong, actually. Uh, but it's super super combat focused, right? I mean, this is just lighting things up. Yeah. Yep. You're you're you're, you're uh, <laughs> yeah you're. Your role-playing abilities is just like, I can light things up. Like, you're a healer, right? Like, <laughs> I can turn the lights on. That's like, its role-playing yeah. aspect. Yeah. Do you guys want the lights on? We're in a cave. Lights on? <laughs> um, uh, what do you give this class? Uh, so, I can't, I, I've been giving lots of things bees. Like, <laughs> but this one, you're sitting at B. I feel like, I, I don't know why. Just like, it doesn't, I think I... I'm just going to give it an A just because it's just probably mm, no, I'm going to give it I a haven't B. given enough B's, so I'm giving it a B. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B too. I, <laughs> I, I, this is just a solid class, but it's not going to do just, anything that you don't it's think really it's going to do. just combat. Unless you take other spells. Like, the, the thing is, it's like, with the light domain spells, that means you have to spend all your spells that you know or prepare for Cure wounds, uh, yeah, like blast uh, yeah. If you're like doing that. that stuff, you're not doing its powerful stuff, which yeah. feels bad. You you really you don't want to pick this class if you plan on healing. Right. You have healing capabilities, right? But you're you want to cast fireball, right? Yeah, you want to cast fireball and do all this other cool stuff. Um, so that's why I'm going to give it that. Like most of it, again, like the life domain spells you get are all the ones you would normally want. So at least for that one, I can see like, okay, at least I can pick up spells that are more like out of combat focus. Um, mm. But with this one, I feel like uh, if you're a cleric that doesn't have <laughs> right, you're, you're going to be like, choosing to heal spells still. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then trying to true. So you're a little more pigeonholed in. All right. Well, mm. we'll go with but B. It's just great. Just to be like, you're a cleric, right? Yes. Fireball. <laughs> Uh, the next one will delve back into the uh, the outside, and this one we thought was important to bring up because it's magic related. Yes, and it, this is the order domain. Yes, it is not in any book that. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I was googling order domain, and um, my uh, my search history screwed me over. It was just the domain of order pairs. <laughs> so I'll talk about the order domain first level at least um, and this is actually really really interesting because we're coming out with Forgotten Realms later on this year and it lists the deities like Tyr and Bane which are from Forgotten Realms Mm-hmm. So they're for sure going to be in like the magic set coming out. Yes. Now, so yeah, oh yeah, I think Tier was already he was already previewed, I think. I think Tier's part of it already. He was uh, awesome. there. Yeah. So 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 it's just really cool that we're like seeing this all like magic come into this D&D universe literally right here. Yeah. Um uh, with his order domain. So first level, you're going to get heavy armor. So we've we've mm-hmm. had that with a couple cleric uh, domains. This one is, is no different. Oh, you're yeah. also going to gain proficiency in either intimidation or persuasion. I love that. I love this already. Yeah, because... Love the, that. Love that. Even though it's a charisma thing, so you might not have charisma, but I just love the idea of like, yes, I am the cleric cop, and I like, this is, a lot, <laughs> this is as lawful good as you're going to get. <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah. No, that's what just makes that's what just makes this class cool. So first level on theme again, you're gonna get command and heroism as your spells. Yeah. So I just love those. Th- those are super cool. Um, and you're also gonna get voice of authority. Uh, this can invoke the power of an a, the law to embolden an ally to attack. 
Um, if you cast a spell with a spell slot first of higher, uh, that ally can use the reaction immediately to make one spell weapon attack against the creature of your choice that you can see. Um, if the spell targets more than one ally, you choose the ally who can make the attack. Yeah, so basically this is um, Bless is a is 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 one of them healing word is another one so instead of like the uh arcana domain doing dispel you could you have like this is a uh maneuver uh, this is really cool this is really cool right yeah this is super unique you you now have this weird ability to to invoke people's reactions that they don't normally get to use yeah in combats and and you can make them you can, yeah, you can cast some just, and, you know, little rally spells on someone and like, oh, make your attack, by the way. Right. And I, so one of the also kind of like subtle reasons why I think this is great is so if you want to be this like law and order guy, um, you probably want to choose some charisma. You if you probably want some sort of constitution and you want high wisdom for your spells. That doesn't leave mm-hmm. a whole lot of room for strength, which is what would be <laughs> your uh, strength or dex which is what would be your like attack focus to be. Mm-hmm. So this kind of lets you skirt around that a little bit. Like, oh, I'm going to use my action or my bonus action to uh, like in, uh, spur an attack from uh, somebody who's better at actually attacking. Because sometimes yeah. you're just like, okay, I feel like I have to do a melee attack. Like, what's my strength modifier? Plus two. You're like, okay, it's, it's not really what I want to do. <laughs> right. Uh, they have one of the strongest channel divinities as well. The Order's Demand. Uh, as an action, so this is second level, uh, you present your holy weapon uh, or holy symbol, and every creature within 30 feet must succeed on a wisdom save or be charmed by you until end of turn. This is just like blows that like first one we talked about out of the water, right? Where it's like only specific types yeah, only maybe will be feared by me. This is like everything. I can charm everything around me. Uh, yeah. And it'll end whenever a charm creature takes any damage though. Um, but it causes any of the charm creatures to drop whatever they're holding when they fail the save throw as well. I can just, just like stops people from attacking all of a sudden the, like this is like I, I just immediately had this situation pop up in my head you know where it's like you know you had your party members get into some shenanigans right they get locked up in jail and what do you do you just walk into the precinct and be like <laughs> show me who's in charge here and then you just do this end? and just everybody is charmed <laughs> by you or, or hopefully a couple people yeah, are and you're this just like, is yes, nuts you. Unlock, unlock this cave. They're like, all right. This yeah, is sure. nuts, not only in role playing, but also in combat. You could just do some crazy strong plays with this. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Third level, you get hold person, which is a super helpful spell in oh, combat yeah. or out of combat. You also get zone of truth, another super role playing one, right? Yeah. Zone of truth is always helpful to figure out if people are lying or not. This is this is just a sweet, useful class. Fifth level, mass healing word. That's so there's your heal yeah. spell. You yeah. get mass healing word. And now, like, again, you don't have to rely on like being in touch contact with everybody. Yeah. Uh you also get slow. Slow which is, is awesome. It's one of the best third level spells you can have. It is. So this is uh, the affected creatures, uh speed is halved. They take a minus two penalty to AC and Dex throws. Uh, it can't use reactions. Mm-hmm. On its turn, it can use either use an action or a bonus, not both anymore. 
<laughs> it's so good. And it can only make one strike per turn. So if your crazy oh creature God. has five arms and makes five melee attacks, now it can do one. So and yeah, so use this spell on the boss and DM will frown. Yeah, and, and it's just like, <laughs> all right, I guess. And then the pe- characters just running into combat with it, hitting it, running away, and everyone's like, oh, I can't do anything about this. Oh man! Oh, yeah. uh, sixth level, the also, embodiment of the law. This use and uh, slow. Use against the wizard so they can't counterspell. Oh, there you go. Uh, sixth level, you get the embodiment of the law. Uh, if you cast a spell of the enchantment school using a spell slot of one or higher, you can change the spell's casting time to a bonus action, provided the spell's casting time is normally an action, and you can use this feature equal to your wisdom mod. So I don't know what kind of spells they have that are enchantments. So like hold person is the classic. Uh, Zone of truth is. Zone of that's truth, not yeah. you're gonna not gonna use that in combat. But uh, yeah. heroism is a is a normally an action that it becomes a, a bonus action now. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of interesting. Hold, yeah, hold person too. Because uh, heroism you get temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of have like a bonus heal randomly. A oh, hold person. That's a, that's a strong one. Yep. And that um, allows you to take, like, you're in combat with somebody. You can take the disengage action or the dodge action, too. You can dash and then hold person. And then still use your spell, some mm-hmm. some useful spell. That's awesome. That's really strong. That's really strong. That's really strong. Because this is, like, what the sorcery do- sorcerer does with the sorcery points. And now you can just yeah. get do that. Holy crap. Um, all right. Moving on to seventh level. Here's another enchantment. You get compulsion. Jeez. So you, so this is like an even strong, when we talk about that, like trickery mage or whatever, like this is like the ultimate form of that, man. You are just magically just manipulating everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is the, uh, yeah. Trickery is, yeah. It's like, they're trying to be all sneaky about it. This guy is just like, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to tell you what to do. And you're you're going to friggin' do it. Uh, You also get locate creature. Love that. Yep. That's actually super helpful in campaigns. Yeah, yeah, uh, it definitely is. That's you could just helpful. you just be like, I think they're here. Like, I'm just gonna locate creature. Like, locate creature. Whatever. I'll find out where it is, and we're gonna go get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, eighth level, you're gonna get that design strike that we talked about, but its divine strike is psychic damage. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why. <laughs> I love that though. That's yeah, cool. I love great. that there's different damage uh, to mm-hmm. some of these. So that's cool. Uh, ninth level, dominate person, dude. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. 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 So you are just like ultimate, like control, manipulate people. Awesome. And you get commune. Uh, you can ask a divine thing three questions that are yes yeah. or no's. That's kind of cool. That's, yeah. that's, that's sweet. <laughs> sweet spell. And then set what back at the 17th level um, orders wrath. If you deal with your divine strikes damage. So enemies you designate... Oh, you're going to designate enemies for destruction. And if you deal divine strike damage to a creature on your next turn, you can curse it. The next time one of your allies hits that cursed creature, they'll also take 2d8 d- d- damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so it adds an extra 2d8 damage to your divine Dude, strikes. Yeah, yeah. And, and somebody else has to... I don't really like it. Not a great 17th level. Not a great though. 17th level. Uh, what are you giving the order domain, though? I just think this is sweet. I think this is, again, very useful. Not not even in an advanced player, but for an advanced party. 
I feel like this is like other people being able to position themselves for your voice of authority. Uh, you can just like, like just go to town on all your DMs, NPCs, <laughs> getting whatever you want. <laughs> I love it. I think this is an A because it has a very good combination of like role play, non-combat abilities and really good combat abilities. I absolutely agree. This is a straight A because it, yeah, it does mix really well. Super powerful combat abilities with really good abilities for roleplay, which is just, I mean, that's everything you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be a little harder to roleplay this one, I think. Yeah, and again, you're a little more pigeonholed with this type of character. You can't be not this guy, you yeah, know what I'm saying? It'll be hard to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How can you be not the cop character or not the manipulator character when playing this role? Yeah, you can't. You, can't you have to be passive. one of those. Yeah, you have to be a very, yeah. Because you're doing those things. This feels like the foot in the door of the bard, where you just like, it's kind of hard to be like a passive bard. You know what's weird, though, is I'm looking at this class, and I think this is just stronger than the bard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, God, I wish the bard could do some of this stuff. For (laughs) combat-wise, yeah, I think so. Yeah, even role-playing. Man, you have a much stronger ability, besides my extremely high persuasion rolls. Yeah, you do get You have more ability to manipulate with this guy than any anything i have on the bard yeah yeah there's definitely the uh yeah you're it, it takes kind of a lot of the the dm's agency out of it which is good i mean what i mean by that it's not a bad thing right it's to be like yeah. oh, i charmed him now he has to do what i want instead of just a persuasion check yeah bard uh, the next class yeah. oh sorry well yeah let's move on let's to the next one on. i think we're gonna glance over this one because it's nature sucks. domain this is, is the nature domain i don't like it f so guys nature domain f this is the 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 poor man's druid if you want to play it you can it's just you're not getting anything at all first level all you're getting is heavy armor nothing else for some reason like we've talked about like you get all these oh actually sorry you get a druid cantrip you get one druid cantrip and also proficiency in nature animal handling one of those (laughs) the other one Um, arcana was you get two (laughs) yeah i don't know why they just made it miserable they're so their channel divinity is you can charm animals or plants that's actually kind of cute i do like that uh because that's at least gonna come up more than the arcana one was with yeah. the elementals and whatnot the annoying thing about <laughs> this is it specifies a beast type which is a specific creature type um ew ew okay gross uh six you're gonna get uh resistance from something that you want that's kind of good actually uh mm-hmm. you dampen elements uh, or it's, it's a resistance a reaction so you actually just get to like whatever damage is coming at you you generally can like i'm resistant to that yeah. <laughs> i decided as a reaction uh, you can so that's kind of good. You get the divine strike like everyone does, and then seventeenth level you can command animals and plants. Yeah, uh, but when they you charm them, <laughs> but yeah, when you charm them, this is like see druids. The thing is, druids also get a bunch of healing spells too. Yeah, so I would just pick a druid. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're not getting anything along the way. You're getting like speak with animals, bark skin, plant growth, dominate beasts. Insect plagues, so some some decent stuff, just nothing that a druid can't already do, and it's right. the poor man's druid. So it's yeah, it's just, it's just they didn't do a good job. With if it. you really want to play, if you really like, the only situation I see people liking this is if you just really really like the cleric spell list, but also like the whole nature thing. But yeah, like even the whole connection to nature, nature's deities, it, that's also like the druid thing. Like the yeah. na- the aspect of nature and deities around. Yeah, nature that's the one helpful high. thing with this domain, right? Is it does move you away from uh, your typical cleric gods into more naturey gods, so you mm-hmm. can be a little more role play that way. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. But I don't, I don't see it. Like no, every yeah. single role playing <laughs> thing I can think of for the dr- or domain of 
nature druid or nature cleric. See exactly what it is. I, <laughs> I could do with the druid. All right, moving on to the Tempest domain then on yes. clerics. This is another base class uh, game. Uh, Tempest domain, first level, you're going to get the heavy armor. You're also going to get proficiency with martial weapons, which I guess yeah. you don't normally get. It's like something that you normally get anyway, but uh, I yeah, guess specifically I, you get it. I kind of forgot that. You I guess, yeah, that. what what clerics normally just have like war hammers, right? It's like they're always using a hammer, but with this one class, you can actually use swords, I guess, is the difference. Yeah, you now. can use swords, you can use, yeah. It feels weird that you can't great use swords, swords normally, axes, but yeah, I guess this is the class if you need to use those weapons, guys, that you'll get those access. You'll also get Wrath of the Storm at level one. You can thunderously rebuke your attackers. Yes. Uh, when a creature within five feet of you uh, hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, they'll take 2d8 lightning or thunder damage, your choice, on a failed save, and half as much if they do save. You can use it equal to your wisdom mods. So you're going to hit crack back on anyone that hits you, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah. This is this awesome. Is, That's is a good. super useful passive. You're always going to get hit, and yeah. uh, you're going to crack back on damage, which is great. And that when you have feels good. heavy armor and martial weapons, you're going to be in melee. You're, yeah, you're going to be charging so, in. Might as well use your attack to do 2d8. And it, that doesn't, like, again, scale super well. But, like, yep. it's just, it feels free. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Later in the game, you're like, yeah, what's 2d8 now? But still, it's you're doing stuff. You're doing you're, stuff. You're hitting them back. And you're almost, it, by then, you're going to do it every time. First level spells you're getting is Fog Cloud Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave's strong, but it pushes yeah. people away. These, um, these also have just amazing flavor. The, yes, the they do. Uh, yeah, this is the elemental cleric, yeah, right? Yeah. Everything we're getting is going to be the elements. And if you want to play like Thor, <laughs> this is this is. If you want to play Thor, yes, yeah. that classically this is Thor, yeah. uh, especially once seventeenth level, you're Thor. Yep, you literally <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, we can move to that right now. Stormborn is the last one. You have flying now. You can just fly. You can just fly. Your walking speed. Your walking speed. Yeah. Uh, so you're Thor at seventeenth level in yeah. this class. Uh, if I, if you are level 17, Tempest Domain Cleric, and I catch you on the ground, I'm going to fight you. You should never be. Because <laughs> you're Thor. You should be in the air. Uh, what's its channel divinity? So its channel divinity is Destructive Wrath. Uh, <laughs> at second level, you can use your channel divinity to wield the power of the storm with unchecked ferocity. When you roll lightning or thunder damage, you can use your channel divinity to deal maximum damage instead of rolling. Which means you could do that for your Wrath of the Storm. Your very first thing that you got, you can be like, it's yep. 16 damage. Which, at level <laughs> 1, kills everything. Which, well, yeah, level 2, right? Because now you're, you're doing oh, yeah, this level, level two, 2. level 2. Level 2 to get this ability. And yeah, that just means, oh, you hit me? 16. Take 16. <laughs> GG. That's wild. And yeah, So what's weird about this, right? It doesn't say you have to use an action or anything. It's just, nope. You just do this. You just do it. What the heck? Yeah, it is. Um, it is amazing, and kind of like we'll we'll jump the jump the gun a little bit. The Tempest Domain spell that you get, which works like the best with this, um, is Call Lightning, which at does, fifth level, yeah, fifth level. So it's. I mean, we'll go back to first level. Thunder Wave is Thunder a Thunder Wave. spell, so you can yep. max out an AOE spell at second level already. You can blow up everyone at second. level. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. probably the strongest second level class in the game. Probably, yeah. (laughs) In combat, yeah. So, yeah. uh, Call Lightning, it does 3d10 damage, which doesn't seem like a lot, but for each up-level cast, you just get an additional d10. But that's great for when you're just dealing 10s. So, 
Like, it's really good when all of those are 10. Yeah, so like Fireball... <laughs> and you added 10s. Yeah, and so this basically says like on for Fireball on average you deal um, you deal 28 damage. Uh, so mm-hmm. this, it doesn't deal much more than the Fireball, but Call Lightning also just sticks around. But yeah, just Crazy. like imagine you're just cast Call Lightning at level 5. Alright, you just deal like 50 damage. And these, so these Channel of Divinity, we have to say for this one, more than any of the other ones, you only get to use these once a a day i think uh at higher levels you get a second use some more a second use yeah but that's important to note so that you can't just max your lightning damage all the time yeah 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 this is to say like choose when you're gonna max your lightning damage and it's gonna happen and it's strong yep at level 18 you get a third one but yeah you don't get to do it one time yeah this is a one-time thing though but it maxes your damage but yeah just like um also, in, in my games, I like rolling a lot of dice. So my crit rules, you roll multiple dice. <laughs> so you roll twice as many dice. So, yeah, this is just great with that rule. Yep. Uh, sixth level, Thunderstrike. This is the one I never knew about, and this is what made me super interested in this specific domain. I mentioned how I wanted to be the character to move things spatially when they didn't want to be. This, at sixth level, gives you a passive ability when you deal lightning damage to a large or smaller creature... You can push it 10 feet away from you. Oh, yeah. What? Baby. <laughs> and if you do that with a Thunder Wave, you can move things up to, or Gust of Wind, you can just move things like 20, 30 feet. This is, yeah, this is just sweet. You're just shoving stuff around. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of here. Get, what are you doing you, here? You, you're just launching stuff left and right, man. This is uh, awesome. And then the Divine Strike, level 8, deals Thunder yeah, Damage. Yeah, Thunder Damage, right? Yep, yep, so flavorfully. Like, that's <sighs> yeah. great. It's, it's uh, spells annoying. you're getting that we missed. Uh, you got the Gust of Wind, like you mentioned. You get Shatter. Shatter's, Shatter's a strong big. spell. Sleet Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, control Water, which isn't very strong, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, Ice Storm, so some different damage. Like, it's you're only ever going to use, like, one of these. Yeah, very stormy, and you're only ever going to have, like, one of these at each time so it just matters uh, mm-hmm. uh and then ninth level lastly you're getting destructive wave and insect plague oddly. yeah i don't know where insect plague came from here <laughs> no, no i don't know where that comes in like destructive wave makes it, that's thunder damage. that's more thunder damage oh yeah and destructive wave is the thor thing where you hit the hammer and just yeah around. blasting the ground and you're what's odd is like it doesn't just do thunder damage it only does 5d6 thunder damage but then it also does 5d6 radiant or necrotic mm-hmm. so if you, you wouldn't probably max out your damage on that spell because you're right. not utilizing it to its highest potential unfortunately does it, like does it seem D6. weird to you that thunderbolt strike it's on lightning damage not thunder damage because i always think of thunder damage as like that's the force that's pushing you yeah it should be like it's weird that lightning and thunder damage are different damages to me in general yeah <laughs> it's weird that those exist separately <laughs> they just it feels like it all should just be lightning damage right yeah. how is there lightning and thunder damage? and there's also force damage which is something else. right like force damage is thunder damage to me so why don't we just make everything yeah. thunder damage to force damage and then errata thunder damage and just lightning damage <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, weird. it's weird yeah it's weird uh what do you give this class man i give this an a i just think this is so cool like it it has so it doesn't have as much non-combat potential as the other mm-hmm. ones but i just love the the cotton the continuity and flavor with everything so much and it just does yeah. such a ton of damage i mean yeah you have to compare this to the light domain right because they're so similar where yeah. I, they're just damage dealing clerics so i think i have to give it a b in the b uh, maybe i'll give it a b plus i think it's slightly better than the light domain but just mm-hmm. just different and and just kind of the same at the same time like it's, you're just getting damage spells added on to your class you're not 
So you are not the healer now, and you're just trying to deal damage as much as you can. Yep. I kind of like the light better than this, but I'd say the light is slightly worse. So yeah, I'll give this a B plus and just keep it there. Yeah, my my big thing that separates the two is the destructive wrath to channel divinity. Like having some additional ability that yeah, you can use. It's only once a day though makes it like yeah, it's not like crazy ridiculously overpowered or anything. Mm-hmm. It's not nuts. It's not not it's not ridiculous. Uh, we just talked about Thor. We're going to talk about Loki. Loki, which, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the trickery domain now. Um, so this is you if you're trying to be you, you want you needed to be a cleric, but you wanted to be that rogue uh, or right. spell casting tricker can now be uh, a trickery domain. First level, you're not getting anything uh, crazy, unfortunately. You're you're gonna be able to you get the blessing of the trickster. You can use your bonus action. To give yourself or another person advantage on dexterity stealth checks. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Everything okay. gets like a bonus <laughs> proficiency and something else. Um, yeah, wait, why doesn't this give you a bonus, like a proficiency in stealth as well? Yeah, you just think as it a thing, should, right? It's just just weird that it doesn't. Yeah, like having if that's what they're going for, right? And like then also give you advantage, so you're like super stealthy, right? Like I have proficiency in stealth and I have the blessing of the trickster, so I have advantage on stealth checks. That would be cool. Like you are really sneaky as a cleric somehow. Exactly. But you don't. Especially you just since kind of get advantage on checks. Yeah, especially since clerics they can't choose like deception or or stealth yeah, or anything. Super weird. You get charm person, which is a decent one, mm. uh, and disguise self. So you are really going into this. I'm yeah. gonna try and trick people. I love disguise self as a spell too. It just, it's a good spell. It's a good spell. Not useful in combat at all. Just nope. just role playing wise. This is this is a, another one that is like when we go through it. Man, this is a role play only class, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, second level, invoke duplicity as your channel divinity. What's that do? Yeah. So as an action, you create a perfect illusion of yourself that lasts for one minute or until you lose concentration. So that's a big downside is that it takes up your concentration slot. So the illusion appears in your unoccupied space that you can see within 30 feet. And as a bonus action, you can move the illusion up to 30 feet of the up to 30 feet to a space you can see, and it has to remain within 120 feet of you. The good thing about this is for the duration is you can cast spells as if you were in the illusion space. But you must use your own like senses. So if the if a creature is within line of sight of your duplicate, but not you, then you, it, it doesn't count for line of sight purposes. Its other effect is, yeah, do its other effect. Yeah, it's additionally, pretty... when you, you and your illusion are both within five feet of a creature, and the creature can see uh, both of you, or see the illusion, you have an advantage on the attack rolls against the creature, given how distracting it is. I like that. I imagine if it gets attacked, it disappears? How does that work? Because it does not mention it in its spell, which yeah, is interesting. It, it doesn't work like mirror image, which is another spell you get. Which, is <laughs> which like, you get at level three. Which you get at level three. <laughs> and think... you can't use that and this, right? Because like... Mirror image, I think, is also concentration, yep. so you can't do it twice. I think oh wait, mirror image is not it's concentration. Not concentration? Oh, yeah. So you can mirror image Strange. and have invoke duplicity. So you can have a ton of you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh, I forgot mirror image does not have concentration. That's wild. wow. That's um, awesome. I did not know about that about mirror image either. That's, I, mirror image is sweet. How I would rule this as a DM, and I'd be like, well, I, like for me, I would just roll a d twenty to see which one they attack, and if it's like below ten. Then I'll say, or if it's 10 or below, I'd say like, okay, it attacks the duplicate. And then as the sword goes through the illusion, they'd be like, okay, I know that one's the illusion. Now I'm going to attack the other one. Cool. Uh, you also get Pass Without Trace, which is actually a super useful, like, group stealth Oh, ability. yes. Come, that comes in handy. So that, that one is sweet. 
So really, at third level, you're adding in that mirror image. That's how you're trying to protect yourself in combat. That's like your way of doing it. And this invoke duplicity actually gives you some really useful advantage on attacks, yeah. uh, surprisingly. And yeah, it doesn't say how it gets dispelled. So it seems like it's going to be... Oh, until you lose your concentration is the... I think mm-hmm. it's the only way to be dispelled. So you're going to get cons- you're going to get good attacks in yeah. with this class, which is actually pretty useful. And you can uh, you can effectively extend the range of your spells because you can use this Oh yeah, because you can speed. yeah, you move your Yep, that is pretty sweet. Which is great for healing, I think. Yep. So you can like send your illusion out to go touch somebody for cure wounds. That's in a dangerous spot. Fifth level, you get blink, which is such an interesting yeah. spell. This this if you roll you roll a d twenty on each of your turns and this isn't concentration as well which I like so there's so many of these random effects that somehow aren't concentrations that I didn't know about yeah I don't I, this is not a concentration there's some so, rules about concentration I'm just like why is this concentration that's but it's so not. crazy so this is a spell that lasts a minute that, so once you cast it on the end of all of your turns you roll a d twenty if you roll eleven or higher you vanish from existence which means like nothing's gonna hit you anymore and at the start of your turn you just like pop back in. that's awesome it's so cool that's and you can dismiss it as an action if you want if like you're like wait i'm tired of like disappearing each turn (laughs) but (laughs) generally it's pretty useful i love i love the tension of just like man this guy's gonna hit me unless i blink out of existence (laughs) when you blink out of existence it it notes like you still hear everything within 60 feet of like where you were right Uh, um but creatures can't perceive you or interact with you that's that's so useful yeah you also get to spell magic another useful one Mm -hmm. sixth level your channel divinity upgrades to cloak of shadows you can use it to vanish yeah you vanish and become invisible until the end of your next turn yep which is pretty good which in combat is useful but in 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 role play uh who knows how long that really is i mean you could just say i vanish and yeah it's, vanish. it's it's for me like actions is what you can take one action or it's your turn like it's effectively once every six seconds so you have six mm. seconds of invisibility okay that doesn't seem that that long but i guess you needed yeah invisibility, in, which in you don't combat. get invisibility in this class for some reason i feel like at right yeah at that point should you should get it as well you get dimension door and polymorph at level seven which are just fantastic spells these are just like yeah these are insane both of those are nuts right mm-hmm. these are those like are, you get some of the most powerful spells in this we, class yeah this this class is amazing for the spells because like i'm looking at these things and like yeah i built wizards that have all these spells in it because <laughs> <laughs> are the right? ones that you can have uh eighth level it also gets the divine strike uh this one's giving you poison damage interesting yeah. okay poisoning people ninth level dominate persons back yep that's a strong one. Uh-huh. And modify memories. <laughs> it's spelled what? Spelled. Yeah. yeah. I can... didn't know this thing was a thing. This yeah. Awesome. It's just crazy because you could just be like, hey, like you stole from me to be like, you just force mind wipe somebody. Just be ah, like, you're no, a Jedi no, mage. No. You gave it. You gave it to me. You'd be like, oh, okay, yep. yeah. I gave it. Yeah. And they just like, they force themselves to think, to remember that they gave it to you. <laughs> 17th level is just hilarious. Improved duplicity. So now when you... <laughs> at 17th level when you use invoke duplicity you can make four duplicates of yourself instead of one um and you can move any number of them up to 30 feet up to a maximum of 120 feet so yeah, just, this is people just running everywhere yeah just copies of you are all over oh, and you can good. apparently do this along with mirror image so you can have like eight images yeah. of you 
it's just like it's just so wild this this is awesome this is awesome class i actually didn't i didn't know this class was that awesome i thought it was just kind of a lame version but i actually think this is one of the better versions of this type of character yeah and this is one of those characters that like these abilities i feel like are are strong enough to play without having anything to do with healing or anything I yeah feel like yeah you can make this yeah because like, remember you're a cleric everyone so you still have the ability to have some strong heals in here mm-hmm. okay like which is just it's just sweet yeah like you can... uh you have to compare this as well to like the like a, a spell casting rogue and i just think you have actually a better chance ba- chance of being stealthy and doing trickery stuff with this class than you do yeah. as a rogue yeah you can just so you, uh, for Blessing of the Trickster, I'm just looking for what are the timing restrictions on it. Starting, you can use your action, touch a willing cleats to give yourself advantage. Oh, creature other than yourself. Okay, so that's the, that's the, that's the restriction on it. Because I was yeah, you, say, don't, like, you don't automatically have advantage on stealth. That's why I was mad that it didn't, why didn't also give you proficiency in it? Just to say, like, you're also really stealthy. Like, right. you're, you're a trickster. This would be... Uh, that's, would that's, be a, that's the big fail of the class, I think. Yeah. Is that, is that. If I was going to play this, I would immediately, like, do something like, there are feats that give you proficiencies in, like, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like prodigy. So you not only gain proficiency in something, but you gain expertise in it. So you double your proficiency bonus. So it'd be mm-hmm. like, Oh, well now I'm just going to be as stealthy as any rogue out there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, what do you give in this class? The trickery? I like normally I would look at this and be like, Oh, look at all these great role playing things but they don't do their spells don't deal any damage, but like dimension door polymorph dominate person, dispel magic. Like all these things are great for combat. So yeah. you, you can just take some other like random cleric spells. And it's just like, this is like one of the, this is one of the most interesting classes out there. So I'm going to give it an A. You're going to give it an A. Awesome. I also think I'm going to give it an A. I did not think I'd get there for this class, but I, the, the, Spells. I think the class stuff is not so good, but the spells this class gives you are just insane. Yeah. It's just some. It's just like D and D's greatest hits somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like everything it's about spells. it, you can be like, oh, like, oh, I wish we could do this. Like, oh, okay, well, it does dispel magic. So, or you pass without trace. <laughs> yeah, pass without trace. We can all be stealthy. I can 10. charm that person. I yeah. can disguise myself in combat. I'm really hard to hit. I can make a bunch of myself. Yeah. I have advantage on all of my attacks for some reason. Yeah, like, it's just like it was like really you polymorph somehow. You polymorph somebody and then cast mirror image. So now, like, it's super hard for an enemy to hit you to. Get your concentration away. Yeah, I, this is just strong. And then, yeah, and then like, oh, I'm in a pinch. I'll disappear. I'll vanish. Yeah. Uh, you can hold. You have blink. You you can just vanish from existence mm-hmm. each turn. Uh, this is just yeah, really like strong. It. I did not realize how strong this was. All right, moving on to the last final one is the war domain. This is part of the original ones as well. The war. Yeah. So this was their typical right like. Oh, you want to be, you have to be a cleric, but you want to be a melee one, right? Yep. Yeah, this is, this is the, like, the light dome, or what, what were we talking about? The, the forge was kind of like a paladin, but this is also kind of like a paladin. A paladin as well. Yeah, close to a paladin. Right. It's not so much a warrior, because again, you're a cleric, so you're a spellcaster, so yeah, you yeah. already have that kind of thing. So you're going to get the martial weapons again, and the heavy armor again, like the Tempest mm-hmm. got. You're also going to get the war priest. When you're engaged in battle, you can use your attack action to make a weapon attack as a bonus action. Yes, which means you can 
use spell. You can cast your spell and attack. Yeah. So what? Actually, no. You, you can't cast a spell. You have to use the attack action. Oh, so it's just giving you a second attack though, as a cleric right. is what it does. So, Which okay, you can attack twice. You get that at first level. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Warriors don't even get that at first level. Yeah, exactly. And it's limited to number of times uh, equal to your wisdom modifier. Wisdom mod, but like, yeah. usually that's fine. <laughs> that'll, that'll get you there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so first level, it's probably only going to happen once. Right. Or, well, no, 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 like three times, right? Yeah, like Is three times. Like a typical wisdom mod at, at, yeah, mm-hmm. at the beginning. So, okay. What's, uh, you get Divine Favor and Shield of Faith, which are two strong spells. Yep, good ones. Yeah, those, those are Divine fa- Divine Favor is concentration, but your weapon attacks deal, weapon attacks too. I don't think it, it's not just your next. Yeah, this is until spell ends. Your weapon attacks will deal 1d4 extra radiant damage. So, sweet. Shield of Faith is the opposite end. If you want to protect yourself, you'll get plus 2 bonus HC. Mm-hmm. Both super, super useful in combat. What's its channel, Divinity? So it actually has two... Or, oh, the second level channel Divinity is Guided Strike. So you can use your channel divinity strike with supernatural accuracy. When you make an attack roll, not a weapon attack roll, just an attack roll, you can use your channel divinity to gain plus 10 to that roll. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you get to make this choice after you see the roll before you know if it's going to hit or not. Uh, That is one of the most interesting things that uh, I just popped in my head because you mentioned that it just says attack roll. It's like, you can be like an archer with this class, actually. Yeah, you can just, this is at level two, so this is a very easy multi-class thing. Yeah, you could be an archer and uh, and and hit with a guided strike and and use your war priest to use a bonus action to shoot your bow twice. Uh, Yeah, that's an interesting way to take this. Now you don't benefit from eighth level. Surprise, surprise! This class also gets the divine strike. That one does state a weapon attack, so I don't think a bow counts as a weapon attack. Yeah, well, bows are weapon attacks. The, oh, okay, yeah. so so you can strike with your bow and yep. still do one d eight damage. The guy. This one states is... it does the same type dealt by the weapon, so yeah. it will do whatever your weapon dealt. It mm-hmm. will do that damage as a divine strike. Yep. Yeah. The guided strike. I uh, just as an attack. So you you're like your spells that require an attack roll. Yep. You can also use this for along the way. You're getting the spiritual weapon, so yep. we know how useful that one is. You get the magic weapon. We've talked about how uh, actually decent that one is. Fifth level, you get crusaders mantle this is a concentration spell for up to a minute you're going to awaken the boldness and friendly creatures until the spell ends within a 30 foot aura each non-hostile creature will deal an extra d4 radiant damage when they hit with a weapon attack so it buffs everyone yep pretty, pretty good pretty sweet if you're in the right kind of party that could be sweet uh you're also gonna get spirit guardians which is a really useful one. Oh my gosh yeah <laughs> uh, designate any number of creatures you see the creatures speed is halved in the area and whenever they're in the area for the first time on a turn they take 3d8 radiant damage or necrotic damage if you're evil but you're probably not <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is so this spell is is a lot better than people think it is especially yeah I, it's a it's a 15 foot burning fire bomb right yeah yeah so anyone wants to hit you they're gonna take it's like every turn they take 3d8 damage it's just yeah gets it stacks up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they're probably gonna run or they'll run away yeah then they're gonna get freedom of movement you touch a willing creature they don't get impeded by difficult terrain (laughs) okay yeah they can also automatically escape from non-magical restraints that's kind of cool i guess so if you're grappled you can just Freedom of movement, then just get out of there. Yeah. We get stone skin. Target has resistance to now bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Concentration, though. 
But super useful if you're going into a fight against a monster you know is going to be swinging. Yep. There's also a level 6 channel divinity. You get a different effect. Oh, yes. Um, so this is the War God's Blessing. So whenever a creature within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, it's essentially like Guide of Strike, but for somebody else, uh, you can grant plus 10 bonus to that creature's attack. So if you're if someone in your party makes an attack roll, rolls low, you can just be like, all right, plus 10 of that. I want them to hit it. That's Yeah, that's good. I like that they've added versatility to it. Sucks that they had to use up like a six level uh, ability just to give you that right. added thing, but kind of wish it came with a level two. Because again, these things are like once a day things. It's like, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, should just have it built in. And then lastly at 17, well, let's go over uh, Flame Strike. You get level nine and Hold Monster. Hold Monster. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And Flame Strike flame for some strike. reason. Yeah, some flame damage in there. Uh, 17th level, you passively gain resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non magical weapons. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Which is sweet, but this is literally the Forge thing, but not Fire Immunity. <laughs> this is, like, so, like, an underpowered Forge, right? Yeah, yep. this is, like, it, it, you can see this is, like, what they based Forge off of and went, but we're going to make it overpowered. Yeah, we're going to make it overpowered. <laughs> like, the channel what do you give war? are real, especially the War God's Blessing, but, you yeah, know, I, I, just like, yeah. I figured out through all of my Cleric rating, I can't base my grade off of that, because, again, you have to figure it's only going to really happen one to, once, twice a day. Right. So if they're not, like, completely broken, I kind of am like, yeah, it does a thing once. <laughs> like, this makes sure you hit one time. That Okay. That's good. Yep. Not not busted. But what do you give this class overall? I think I'm going to give it like a C. I think they're, of all like yep. the melee specific ones, this is probably the least exciting because, but again, a lot of it is the spells. So like, yeah, the I or the the forge domain ones. I just feel like if I really want to be this like tanky, this tanky like melee cleric, I feel like forge domain is just a little bit better for that and as far as the this one damage, is okay. closer to like a paladin right and again it's all it's almost one of those things like when you look at this do you want to play this or do you want to play a paladin yeah you really yeah. got to consider that because you might want to play a paladin right exactly and like paladin has still has it doesn't have healing word i think it might have healing word it's ha paladins have cure wounds so yeah they have exactly. some really strong paladin stuff so yeah it like yeah your your bonus going here is to get that guided strike which is which yeah, I'm is thinking you probably want to play Paladin. Oath ability that we can talk. We'll talk about. See, so yeah, I think you're. I think this one just gets overwritten by another class again, which is just mm -hmm. like, which yeah. some of the other ones didn't. So, so this will be like a D or D. Well, that's the last one we created. So, lastly, what we like to do is now we like to build a class for you. We like to build a character for you in this class, and once we do that, we go up, level up to level three. You can kind of see what some of the choices that you should do when making this class, because mm -hmm. uh, some of the things will overlap. Generally, when things overlap, that means it's something that was we felt was important enough that we had to take it for some reason. Yeah. So. You probably should too, for 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 that reason, and yeah. then we'll discover those as we as we work through it. So, who is your character, and what domain have you chosen? My you choose it right at level one. Yeah, so I am Gary, the pirate. So that's I do a tempest domain. Gary the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hill dwarf. Uh, I, like I chose hill dwarf because. Um, I I just like yeah again the idea of a, a, a dwarf cleric. Uh, <laughs> and they get like it's the typical right that's to, the typical and stuff so like it uh-huh um is you know resistance and stuff to poison 
I don't know okay. why it's important to be on a ship, but uh, I, <laughs> at first I thought it was like, oh, so we can't get scurvy, but that's a disease, not poison. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I chose the uh, the Tempest domain. Do you just want me to go through like my entire character first, and then we can go through yours, or do you want to? Sure. Do yep. Let's um, do it. So for my spells, I took the Light Cantrip. Uh, Sacred Flame and Spare the Dying. I like having all th- this kind of hits all my all my things. For I like having something that give me light because I don't. Uh, yeah, so I like having some sort of illumination cantrip because yeah, yeah. If you don't have dark vision, right? Yeah, if if you or someone in your party doesn't have dark vision, it's kind of nice to have. Sacred Flame is a damage dealing cantrip, and then uh, Spare the Dying. We kind of talked about why that's it's it's kind of nice to have. You can just like touch a creature and they're not going to die especially since i'm probably i'm I'm imagining like this guy might be in the midst of a fight uh and although he's more of a spellcaster but like with other melee characters so it'll be nice just to be like all right i'm just gonna i cast like a spiritual weapon uh and then action spare the dying or something (laughs) okay um and then for my first level spell, so I already have Fog Cloud and Thunder Wave. Um, so I took Bane, Cure Wounds, Healing Word, Guiding Bolt. Okay. So again, I like uh, I love the sixty foot heal. Sometimes you just can't get to it in them. Uh, Which one's that one? Healing Word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you need something that heals from afar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guiding Bolt is just a really, really good spell what does that one do um it's a it for a first level spell deals 4d6 damage and the next uh the next attack on that creature gets advantage yeah okay wow Uh, yeah (laughs) so you're blowing up and you say like and also whoever targets him is gonna get is gonna get advantage light him up um and then bane also because he's a pirate and so I feel like it's appropriate. <laughs> I don't know why. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, second level spells at third level, I got Gust of Wind and Shatter. And I took um, I took Zone of Truth and Spiritual Weapon. I love Spiritual Weapon. And just, I don't know why I took Zone of Truth. I just thought that was fun. Because. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh-huh. And that's kind of it. He has a shield. He's wearing a war hammer because really leaning into the whole Thor thing. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's uh, that's my character. Oh, do you want me to awesome. give off my, my stats? Yes. Yeah. And how did you choose your stats? I rolled. I like You rolling. rolled again. Okay. Like what did you get? So uh, this, unfortunately, uh, I really wanted it to be like super beefy. And obviously, I wanted the wisdom to be high, but that meant my strength is only a plus one, so he's not going to be doing a whole lot of com- melee combat. Uh, uh-huh. So he has a strength of twelve, dexterity of eleven, constitution eighteen. Uh, part of that was because of the dwarf. He's plus two. Right. Intelligence of seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so not super smart. Uh, wisdom of sixteen and a charisma of uh, nine. Okay. All he's right. just loud and boisterous, and he's not super <laughs> smart, so uh, he's, gonna, he's, but he's good at coming up with the right uh, the right idea. I right. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. All right. Um, my character, 
I related him to my last character. (laughs) (laughs) I had Fire Force McMuffin. Now I called him Life Force McMuffin. Uh, For some reason, he's not of the same race. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's an adoptive family. I'm just going to have a bunch of McMuffins, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, So I went with McMuffin, though. I I tied it in, related him this way. He is a light cleric. Good. Which means he's all about fire, and my last character was a fire wizard, right? I was the uh, fire genasi. I was Fire Force McMuffin. Now I can't, I can't wait to play a one-shot with all the McMuffin brothers. All the McMuffins are here. <laughs> uh, so I, I mentioned he wasn't the same race. I chose Human Variant this time. We always mention how, like, you don't know what to do. Choose Human Variant and choose something awesome. Because you could just do some wild stuff with Human Variant. Yeah. Because you get a feat, and all the feats let you do crazy things that you wouldn't normally get to do uh there's not many races that give you a wisdom bonus interestingly yeah humans one of them because you get plus one to all abilities if you are regular human and two abilities if you chose human to variant so i got to choose wisdom i chose wisdom con you know i for i forced chose it in other words and then i also got a skill and a feat uh in addition to that by choosing that because so, there's not many other ones right i, I can't even think of one like yeah, I think I want to say I chose Hildorf because it gave plus one to wisdom. I don't even know if Hildorf does. I think Hildorf gives you con. I don't think it gives you any wisdom. Well, we're just gonna. <laughs> it's really interesting. There's not many that give you wisdom bonuses. <laughs> Hildorfs get so all dwarves get plus two in con, uh, and hill yep. dwarves get plus one in wisdom. Mountain dwarves get okay. plus two in strength. Okay, okay. So you're gonna choose Hildorf mostly. Yeah. That's what we're saying. I, this character's background is hilarious to me. I came up with this. Is um, <laughs> I got really drunk one night and saw the light, and that was like my god talking to me to become a better person. And I was like, I'll do it. So this guy is a drunk. He is a brewer. He really loves brewing. Mm-hmm. So he has brewer's supplies with him. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. his background. Nice. He's got a bunch of brewing equipment. He's also like an alchemist in that way as well. He's just really good at brewing and mixing things. Um, his goal in life is to get really drunk again, to see his God. He keeps trying to get drunk to talk to him. <laughs> He's just facing <laughs> the hangover. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I need to get drunk tonight because I need to talk to my God about that. We'll see what he has to say. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah. Um, as my feet, so then I, you know, that's like my role-playing character. Uh, I have some useful stuff. As going into the light domain, you don't get too many things. I get the light cantrip, so like you mentioned, I you chose the light cantrip. I get that automatic. Mm-hmm. I can uh, just light things up. So I chose the cantrips, uh, Sacred Flame, which is your uh, damage spell. You know, it makes sense in the fiery. I chose Spare the Dying, because that's just useful. And I chose Thaumaturgy, which is yep. a, a very useful, just, just you know, Scott tons of things it can do yeah so we have three out of i guess three and a half because i yeah got one for free because i had light for free so i got sacred flame because i already had light uh mm-hmm. so i got to choose another one so i chose the damage one because there is no damage one otherwise so i chose the sacred flame uh that's like your only option as uh, as far as this uh, class cantrips yeah. go yeah which is interesting so so i chose that i i chose the mobile feet the mobile feet gives you 10 feet of extra movement and if you don't get uh hold on let me look it up because you don't get you can use your dash action and it won't difficult terrain won't cost extra movement when you dash over difficult terrain so you can just sprint across difficult terrain 
And when you make a melee attack against a creature, you don't provoke opportunity attacks for the rest of the turn. You, Whether I hit or not, yeah. I can miss him and then roll away, and he can't oh, attack So, like, that, that's the other, uh, like, role-playing part of this uh, characters. Because he's in the light domain, I, I'm calling this character, like, Flash. I, I, mean, I should have called him, like, Flash. Should have been his name. Flash because, Force McMuffin. Yeah, Flash Force McMuffin. That, that's his name. Flash for, fi, I had Fire Force McMuffin, this is Flash Force McMuffin. Because if you remember, the light domain gives that warding light. So I'm like a flash of light. Anyone tries to hit me, and I blind them. Uh. <laughs> and then I'm mobile, and I'm like, dodge away. And 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 if you take in my drunkenness, like I'm just like this drunk thing like, yeah. flying around the battlefield, <laughs> swinging at things and rolling away. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then for level two spells, which is like the last thing uh, you get, what did I choose? I chose locate objects and spiritual weapon, which is just you know we talked about how strong spiritual weapon is. Yeah, and just, I just using something that was it kind strong. of it feels like your one can make extra attacks because you don't get that as a cleric. Yeah, and and the general like feels like you're breaking your action economy, especially when channel divinities don't use spell slots to use, but often use your action. So you can yep. use your action for channel divinity and then spiritual weapon as a bonus action. Still only counts as one spell a turn. And I thought locate object would be an interesting role-playing one to add in as a flavor of like, I need to find the beer. Where's the, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> locate beer. Yeah, locate beer. Uh, but you can use it obviously in a lot of other situations. Mm -hmm. Like we need to find the key to that door. Okay, uh, locate the key. And then, boop, there you go. pops up. So those are our characters. Hope you enjoyed mm -hmm. them. Um, what, uh, what are we talking about next week? Uh, yeah, so next week it's going to be another magic, uh, podcast. We're going to talk more about like the legendaries or commander specific cards, uh, from Modern Horizons 2. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's so much we have to go over. We're probably, it probably won't be our last Modern Horizons 2 episode mm -hmm. more, more than likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably find a way to talk about it again. And then what about when we get back to D&D? &D? All right. I think we're just going to talk about some of our favorite spells. D&D. &D. Sounds awesome. Yeah, because we've now gone through like the wizard class and cleric class. You've heard about a lot of the spells that we've chosen, and we talked about a lot of the spells that were like, this should always be around. Yeah. So we're just going to have an episode on like, hey, let's just talk about the spells. There's so many. There's so many. So spells. we could just keep talking about spells. So. Yeah. Let's so, talk about the spells. And these will be our like favorite spells, not necessarily. Yeah, it might not be the best, right? Might not be the best. It might be the ones that we're just like, I used it and I love it. Yeah. And... <laughs> like, this is so helpful. This is I love. I definitely have I some of them. Yep. And with that, where can they reach out to us? Yeah, if uh, if you if you all want to reach out to us at Gmail, our email is dragonpartypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, it's at dragonpartypod. Awesome, awesome. And definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from you. It would be sweet. It would be so good to hear from people. Uh, and after that, let's go back to partying let's then. Let's go back all to right. party. You, we partied enough. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and all you listeners out there, party on. Party on.